Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. Already it's Friday. Great Friday. Uh, my name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here as well. This is the morning sickness and off and running. We go for Friday the 13th, in fact, where we'll be uh, flying away going to Las Vegas. The luckiest day in the world, I yes. think. Friday the 13th in Vegas. That's got to be a big payday. That's what I think. That's what's going to happen today. Finally. Although I am going to miss it. I'm going to miss all the fun and I'm going to miss all of the, you know, this stuff. It's been fun. It's been, a, phones. it's been a fun month. Doesn't matter. Did <laughs> somebody drop out? Oh, oh, it turns out that the last golden ticket was fraudulent and we have one remaining. <laughs> it's not true. It's just not true. Oh, it is true. It's very true, Justin. Charlie, did you hear? There's another ticket out there. I can never win, Grandpa. I'm not going to get laid by hookers in Vegas ever. Anyway, so uh, Friday the 13th, we fly. Doesn't bother me at all. I've been reading about all this stuff with, uh, you know, uh, Friday the 13th, good lucks and bad lucks. And I didn't know. Do you know who's, who's... Kind of to blame, one theory on who's to blame for why Friday the 13th is bad. Loki. It's a Viking thing. It's Loki. Loki's the problem. Loki was the, uh, there was 12 Norse godmen that had some sort of an intervention meeting dinner. And the final person to show up was Loki. (laughs) Uninvited, number 13. He was the 13th guest at this thing. And he ended up like, there's like some massive slaughter that came with it. It's, uh, yeah, it says, uh, it's weird. Like, you start reading about why Friday, the, I don't think I've ever done that. Why Friday the 13th is is bad. So the god of mischief, trickery, and deception, Loki, turned up and arranged for one of the hosts to be assassinated. Uh, it's just, you know, bows and arrows all through everybody when uh, he showed up. And then at the uh, unwelcome 13th guest wreaked havoc on the feast, it's where the number supposedly got the bad reputation, never invite more than 12. Oh, with 12 is the maximum amount of partygoers. That's what they came up with after the 13th guy killed everyone. Not that Loki was crazy, but just any time you've got 13 people, one becomes murderous, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then Jesus' Last Supper, 13th guest, same thing. So 12 is your maximum for happiness, and then 13 bad. So then disastrous dinners of history are really why Friday the 13th is a bad thing. There's one other one I was reading. Oh, yeah, in October of 1307, <laughs> King Philip IV ordered... The arrest of a Catholic military order known as the Knights Templar, 
Uh, hundreds of members were rounded up and tortured. A series of unfortunate events followed on Friday the 13th in October. So Isn't that a big... A, uh, yeah, maybe that is the one. I thought they they did a... That's the the roundup. Did they burn them that No, day? yeah, they tortured yeah. everybody yeah. and just cr- crushed them. So. Is, there a, is it an unlucky number um, for the Chinese? No, four is their big thing. Okay. Number four is a bad What's with the? But a lot of the hotels don't have 13th floors, too. Is that just because that's of because this? That's because of us. Or, that's okay. of, yeah, that's an unlucky thing. So I, that, yes, they do. I've well, never understood. You know what I'm you know, saying? It doesn't make sense that you we get would in do the that. elevator. It's like, put it in there. It's yeah. the 13th the floor. You're, I mean, and, and anybody it's that, ground floor. Yeah. Anybody that does like worries about that is a you know they're into astronomy and psychics and life coaching and all sorts of dumb stuff. And they're, they're easily manipulated kind of mind mush people that can be. Well, they're everywhere. I mean, it's proven right now. It's, and it's also today, by the way. Uh, the date that uh, Tupac finally died from his injury. So that's a bad luck thing, too. That also falls into why we're going to Vegas. Yeah. Jada's love? Yeah, and <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith went on. She's on a book-selling you know, push. Still haven't heard from Will, but Jada said yesterday that Tupac Shakur's the love of her life. She was the real man in her life. This bitch needs, like, he, he slapped the wrong person. She's kicking in the nuts left and right. Will slapped the wrong dude. Will, you slapped a cool guy. You should be gay with Chris Rock and get rid of that dude you've been married to once and for all. What a C. What a C indeed. Man. To go on again, like, the day after all this stuff, like, yeah, Tupac and I never hooked up, but he was the true man in my life. Uh, all right, never mind. That dude sitting next to you is like, the one nodding, you gotta hate that. Yeah, this parents don't understand bull. <laughs> I ended up marrying that. It was a career move, but really, what I wanted was, you know, the mayhem of Tupac in my life. I wish she was with Tupac now too. <laughs> October thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. She's horrible. An estimated seventeen to twenty one million Americans have the fear of Friday the thirteenth, yeah. and it it's. To the point where, you know, some won't fly. Uh, others won't even leave the house. Right. Well, then you're nuts. Based upon that, they say uh, businesses in the U.S. lose an estimated 800 to 900 million each time there's a Friday the 13th. That's a little goofy. Maximum number of times you can have Friday the 13th can occur in any given year is three. But it's guaranteed to come up at least once a year. Yeah. We got two. This, this is year. our second. Yeah, this is number two. Next one will be uh, next September. And also, you know, for a comforting thing, you say that some people are afraid to leave their houses and stuff like that. That's a small number, but it, you're crazy. Good. Stay home. If the cal- Good. Stay off the streets because you're not stable anyway. You're a bipolar nightmare. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, just, you know, I want to just work from home today. Let's, let's just zoom you in. Uh, but there are people who do that. I have a friend right now who is a uh, holdup uh, insurance person. I won't even say uh, this the the internet the uh, the day of rage that we because we've, of the thir- no the oh, day of, the yeah. day of rage the oh, uh, yeah. it's uh, I got a, the jihad thing an email. I haven't heard from this person for years. I hear that you're going to Vegas tomorrow. Be careful. It's a day of rage for the um, Hamas. They're calling for a world. Um, they have jihad. I don't think they're going to attack a private plane to Vegas. I think we're going to be all right. Now, have maybe, fun on spirit. Maybe they blow up <laughs> Vegas, but that's always a possibility. There are plenty of pissed off people in Vegas, but it's... Uh, as long as they hit like the El Cortez or Circus Circus yeah, or something. You get, know, rid, get rid yeah. of the stuff that looks like where right. they're from, the dumpy side. Let's <laughs> go up to Fremont Street. That looks just yeah. like Gaza Strip to me. It's like, ugh, I never want to be there.
I'd rather gamble in, in Lebanon itself <laughs> than the Gaza Strip. I have no, yeah, but the International Day of Jihad, but uh, this person is like, I'm not going anywhere, and said, our works warned us about it. I'm like, well, you're an insurance company. They don't want anybody out there. You pay the liabilities. You're yeah. an insane person. But, uh, yeah, so there are some people who think that. And any, any, look, I don't know how you're still part of a religion that calls for an International Day of Jihad, a World Day of Jihad. <laughs> I, you know. It's like, it's like an MDA telephone putting your own carnival on attention everyone <laughs> what did norway have to do with this nothing well, they, they just don't believe the same things you do you're 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 in a you're in a you're in a, a mind melting show of a religion that thinks that slaughtering everybody brady showed me a video this morning some guy in times square saying there's only one religion until we snuff out all right, the, the others heart of in times time square. square and wow. that's normal that somebody screams that but in, in this time I, I just can't i can't fathom Believing anything that that is that is also like loving and peaceful. I, I'm sorry. I just I you, you keep everybody keeps trying to convince me that 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 I hate all religions for the most part, uh, just because I don't think they you know nobody's ever you know flown planes into a building in the name of nothing. So it's just they're screaming and yelling about how you have to kill all the other ones who don't believe like you. How insecure are you in your beliefs that no one can have an opposing viewpoint? How insecure are you in your religion? That if anybody questions it, you kill them. That means that you don't believe in what you believe in. I've always said it. Truth loves scrutiny. Truth loves questions. The truth absolutely holds up to all questions. The minute someone says don't question it, that means they don't know how to answer it. That means it has no background. It has nothing. Don't question it means there is no truth to this, but I'll punish you for even assuming there isn't. And an international day of jihad. And I literally, I mean, it's... I'm. I guess I consider myself to be stronger-minded than that. But there are people out there who, then my friend in particular, who's not going anywhere, staying home, like, for a few days. I'm not going out. I just won't do it. It's too scary. They're out there. And you don't know. I'm like, ah. I mean, it was very similar to uh, what happened when the the pandemic kicked in. People, I'm, I'm not going out. But at least that was a real thing. Yeah, but there's, I mean... Allah versus whoever is not even real. It's us. It's like a bunch of nutbags flipping around, making a mess. It's different when it's an actual thing that's floating through the air and and viral. This is just, and it is a virus, this this particular religion, the way it's being similar. It is. It's similar in the case that I don't want to go out because there's other people out there. I don't trust the other people. Because everybody's an asshole. Yeah. And you can't, and you're not allowed to yell at them because then they claim religious victimization. If you're screaming and yelling that you should be the only one and everybody else needs to die, you're a lunatic. And you can't tell me that it's in the name of love and peace and God. You know what? Go f*** yourself. You're making a mess of my week, my weekend in Vegas. I got to worry about an a international global jihad because you guys can't get it together with your God? You can't just be peaceful and knowing that you're right? You have to kill everyone else because you're not really that secure that you're right? F*** you. Brady played me a clip, too, of Amari Stoudemire. I've never agreed with him more. It's like, anybody who's into this, f*** you. That wants to kill kids and hide behind them and things like, yeah, it's F you. I don't understand it, but yeah, now i got to sit and worry about that. Prices are probably going to go up, too, in Vegas. They're probably going to charge more for food somehow because i got to worry about jihadi security. <sighs> I don't need this. I like it better when everybody just does their own thing. Don't believe, believe, whatever, but keep it to yourself. It's none of my business that you're nuts. I never sit down and say we should kill all the other people who who believe in the. I, I don't care. I have my own thoughts. 
Why does everybody have to do that? But an international J- day of jihad is upon us, and it happens to be Friday the 13th, which will make people doubly crazy. <laughs> Automatically assume that. If your boss said that, you know, if your boss said it at a table today, at a, you're a, a meeting, all right, I've come up with a couple of ideas, and here they are. And it's like, well, that doesn't have any merit at all. He rattles off three or four ideas, and he goes, and here's the fifth thing. Never question my ideas, ever. Don't even come to me with questions. If you do, you'll be fired with a question. You just do it. But I don't think it works. It just I like do that it. one, boss. Just, just do it. Two plus two is now five, and don't question it because I said it. Sounds like our program director here. <laughs> We've had a couple of those. And what happens to them? You're like, all right, well, it's time for that guy to go. He's gone nuts. Truth loves scrutiny. Absolutely invites questions. So I don't want to. Maybe hear they it. got twisted around too. Eventually, like just don't have questions. <laughs> right. Looking well, at two or three people in the meeting that always yeah. ask Look, questions. The, yeah. the only time don't ask questions should apply is the night classes in college, where the guy who's fifty five and trying to get his life back every single time at MCC, and you're only at MCC. Figure it out on your own. That the teacher would say, well, because the teacher didn't want to be there from seven to ten either. At 8.30, well, there's the lesson. If you guys want to finish this up at home, we can go early uh, unless someone has questions. And everybody looked at Kent, and his hand started to raise until about three weeks in. It was like, you don't have any questions today. If he, if he gets us out at 8.30, you wait until we're all gone and then walk up to him and waste his time and his time only. I have a couple of uh, things I needed to know. And we'd have to sit and listen to Kent not understand the last hour and a half and make us stay another hour. I think that's what a lot of the prophets and, and preachers and stuff who were, were doing. A lot of priests were doing that. No questions. Just leave me alone. I'll be in my office individually if you want to come see Here's me. Here's the thing then, priests. <laughs> don't go up on the big bubble and start talking to groups of people if you don't want to back it up. You're not built for the job. Yeah, and then when it gets to the point where you're like, and we're going to go out and slaughter this yeah, village. Yeah. No question. Yeah, first three, the commandments are basically like, hey, he's a good God, we like him. We're going to put one in there where it's like nobody asks us about this because I can't really prove any of this stuff. So how about no questioning him or you burn? Oh, that's good. I like that. Then the, the dummies will not question it. That or when you had to go to driving school, right. they'd always try to get you out of there early and then some twits are like, oh. Uh, some, so if I right. turn right on red, no, some idiot that wants to get his story out that, yeah. that he was persecuted. Fenwick, put your hand yeah. down. I have one question about the legalities of my ticket. Look, we're all in the Hojo room yeah. here together. The ice cream is right across the way. I can yeah. smell them working on it. Google it, prick. This, this dude is basically, well, here's my situation. I had my left-hand turn signal on for close to a mile and a half. And the police officer, he pulled me over. And then he was mad because I wasn't wearing shoes. And I don't think that's against the law. It's like, shut up. The Hojo Ballroom is, we were able to leave. This dude wanted to keep us for eight hours. He doesn't want to be here. We're leaving in four, and you got to tell your Hojo story. We don't want to hear it. I was clearly past the intersection because I saw the flash. I told you. Well, my, you wouldn't be able to see the flash. My favorite, my favorite police officer on the planet is an, a guy whose name I don't know. Saturday morning, it was at the old Howard Johnson's on, uh, like, Mill and whatever street, uh, Apache, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's the, where the, they have the KDKB gay concerts now. Yeah, yeah. Back when it was straight. <laughs> I don't know if it was straight. I, I wasn't that hip. I didn't know. But we go into this thing, and I'm sitting there. My arms are crossed. I'm miserable. First hour goes by. He gets to it, and the cop just looks at everybody and goes, I don't want to be here at all today. I'm wasting my Saturday because you guys can't drive. <laughs> and I started laughing. And he goes, so, because there are a couple people in the back that wouldn't shut up. Well, he's wrong about that. And he's like, everybody's a lawyer. Everybody's a cop. Everybody knows the law. But all of you are in here because you didn't know it. 
you broke it. Well, I didn't break it. And he puts his hand, this guy starts, they start barking. These other people start talking. And he's working on something. He turns, he goes, one more time. I don't want to be here. If you guys keep talking, something's going to happen. So just keep it down. We're going to get out of here early. Sure enough, two in the back start going again. He goes, that's it. We're done. See those chairs on the wall over there? And there were uh, 10 feet of stacked chairs in the Howard Johnson's conference room. There's no way to take all those chairs, every one of you, and stack them and move them over to this side of the room. And when you're done, put them back. What? It took us about four hours. This is junior high? Uh, He was so pissed off. And I'm like, and I was like, good. It's better than book learning. And it's, you know, at least some of these fat asses get a little exercise moving (laughs) chairs around. So for four hours, we just grabbed three or four of these chairs that were stacked up, moved them to the other side of the room, stacked them up against that wall. And when it was over, we did it again. And somebody, of course, was like, well, you know, some of us aren't physically capable of doing this kind of labor. This is not what this is supposed to be. And he's like, it is now. He didn't care at all. And it was also back in like 1992 when people didn't immediately contact a lawyer for everything. Yeah. We just did it and bitched on our way home. And then, you know, I'm sure every one of them. They, gave, know, them, they gave them the leeway and said, you're running the class. Oh, dude, it was like. I can't imagine we were more than 45 minutes into this before he started to warn us that things were about to get sideways. And these two in the back wouldn't stop talking. And all they were doing was like barking about how he's wrong. He doesn't know the law. This guy doesn't know the law. It's like, oh. They can reschedule too. They've seen that before. All right. Yeah, we'll just start this over another time. We got to book it for another Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, I got no problem with that kind of stuff. I, I, I like when a dude's like, I'm done with you. No question. Well, that was like when we first, when Hubbard first took us over and we had that sensitivity training yep. meeting for everybody. Everybody's like, don't you answer one guy, don't yeah. ask one goddamn question. I made it a rule that you oh, wouldn't yeah. work on this show. If you, if and everybody's like, if you even, and everybody's looking, if you even ask one question or even jokingly say something and make this thing go a second longer, you're all out. And Fitz was like, but, and I'm like, I'm looking at you, man. Oh, yeah. You everybody was no like, questions. Yeah. I said, I swear to God, I will have you removed from the facility. No, let me tell you something, Big Bad. And I said, I want to see everybody I talk to with their arms crossed. You ask a question and I will end you. Even if they ask you a question, you sit quietly like you're a mute (laughs) until they move on to the next person. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. There's a certain time for questions and a certain time for shutting up and getting out of things earlier. And none of them are an international day of jihad. I'm not involved in anything that is a day of rage, international day of jihad. Nothing makes me that upset. It's like, all right, you got a whole load of people that don't agree with me. But, you know, when you start folding folks up in the back of pickup trucks and spitting on them and screaming, God is great, and then say, but don't question us. Eh, I got some questions. Uh, But really, I have some solutions, some answers. So if anybody tries to jihad our set jet today, we're taking them down, boys. There will be no jihad on our private plane third plane today. Peg's going to run him over. Oh yeah, we'll get Peg. We'll just start. We'll just. I'll just grab Peg like a baseball bat and start swinging him. <laughs> He's got that one leg. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that this week, and I just I dismissed it. And then now it's on the news. It's designed to scare everybody. Yeah. It's to, and I don't know why. And then they'll be like, "We lost a ton of money. What happened? People were actually afraid to go out. We well, said that there's a bunch of lunatics that are going to blow stuff up. It's crazy." And I don't know who's out there angry right now listening to us. I don't think we've got a huge Hamas following. I would imagine not. But if you're a Hamas and you're listening to us, uh, no. No. You're in Phoenix for a reason. Put your crap down. Get in your cab and take people where they need to be and keep it quiet. 
I don't want to hear your jihadi ways on, you know, Diana Taurasi Boulevard and First Street. Stop it. It needs to happen. It doesn't need to happen. Your whole religion's about martyring yourself. That's go ahead do that on your own. Do that in a bathtub like a decent person. Dying for the cause. Nobody cares about your cause. You're in Phoenix. Global day of jihad. I can't tolerate that stuff. It's all based. Everybody just needs to be more like me. I think that's the thing I'm saying, basically. If you just stop caring about your neighbors so much. I, I don't. Good, bad, or otherwise. If you just ignored people around you. And if they, you know, somebody asks you a question, you answer it. You're, just, you're decent, but you don't nose into other things. You won't know what religion anybody is, and you won't care. Just be aware. Yeah, just keep your eyes open, head on a swivel type thing. Be ready to knock a mother out if he starts running towards you screaming jihad a la Akbar. It's like, oh, I got a problem on my hands here. That's the problem. That thing teaches them that that's a good thing. And they start screaming their religious nonsense and start running towards you. They want you to kill them. That's a glorious moment for them. And I got my insurance agent friend that won't leave the house. <laughs> That's bananas. What kind of world is this? You hear it out of the crowd every once in a while. Can't we just get along? That's not going to happen. I know we can't. So can't we just isolate ourselves to the people we like and stop bouncing around and trying to, you know, meld? I I, I don't get it. We can't get along. We've proven that. We cannot get along. So let's not. I'll tell you this, though. I don't know. I'm not on anybody's side. I think uh, Israel got the raw end of that deal, even though, yes, they've got a history of being dickheads to the you know, Gaza Strip thing. But uh, whew, that's going to be a glass factory in a couple hours. They are not messing around. They told them, what, 24 hours yeah, to get yeah, out? A million is, people out in 24. A million one, you get out. And everybody's like, they can't do that. That's a war crime. I'm like, what about chopping baby heads off and running around doing that? Isn't that a war crime, too? I think it's time. That the war crime thing ended here, and we just let these two, you know, no no holds barred, bare knuckle box this thing out and find out who wins. Oh, it's going to fire up a mess. It's just a disaster. But if you're a Hamas and you're working over at Wendy's today, stop it right now. If you have to, if at any time, just drop the nugs in the fryer and get the orders out. Right. Just keep Brady happy. <laughs> you, you you think your God's made you mad. To mess with Brady's nugs. Mess with an American's nugs. And you think jihad's a big deal? You, you f*** with our nugs? Forget it. If you ever say, Welcome to Wendy's. Can I help you take your order? You're not really uh, into your whole thing. You're just you're here as a United States person. That'd be a tough one for him, too. I'll take the Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, industrialist pig. Okay, that is uh, 539. That's the second window. Please pull through. Al-Akbar. Al-Akbar. What did he say? Just got a Baconator. Did he Al-Akbar me at the end of that? I I get free fries for that. (laughs) That's what. (laughs) Hey, uh, not for nothing there, Poncho. I don't know what to call you. (laughs) Do you bar me at the end of that order? That's free fries and a Coke right there with your behavior. How oh, dare you? I want to talk to your manager. Customer first. Al-Akbar, can I help you? You're the manager? It's two Al-Akbars, that's two free fries. You Al-Akbar me in a Wendy's drive-thru, that's two free fries. <laughs> On a day of jihad? What are you trying to do here? And if you get an Al-Akbar in your Wendy's drive-thru today, don't eat the food.
because their day of jihad is probably kind of pussy. They're just spitting on the pickle. The Hamas that has to wait on the table of the Red Hat Club ladies. <laughs> oh, no. You're the gentiles. You're death dealers, bitch horse. This isn't hot enough. Hey, um, Talak. Is that how you say it? Talak. My tea has something in it. It's a loogie. Talak, <laughs> That's free fries. Take it back. I get free fries for that. Red Hat Club, bitches. Showing their ankles like horse. <laughs> kind of religion wants a woman dressed up like a beekeeper. Oh, she like Lizzo you, or something. Then you know. How can you get behind it? But then the leaders have like hundreds of them. <laughs> right? Yeah, and they're the, just banging yeah, away because it's a keep them to myself kind of t- mentality. Yeah, don't mess with a man's nugs. You're in the United States now, mother. You start screwing with our nugs. We will. You you haven't seen jihad till you mess with our deep fried foods. We like food. You start spitting in it at our Wendy's drive. That's a. It's free fries. Maybe a ten pack that we're getting every time we drive. Oh, that's the guy that got messed with in the jihad, the global day of jihad. He gets fries for life. But did you see him? Did you see that dude, David Brady Bogan, just up? In the drive-thru, through the window. My nugs are cold, and there's something on them. Hey, Lugi Al-Akbar, today you die. You'll be dragged through the streets of Phoenix. <laughs> KFC's having their Gaza chicken strips today, if you're interested. <laughs> a bombardment of flavor. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris Clark, too soon? No, oh, no. never. <laughs> Chris Clark, that's hilarious. And uh, the colonel is in a red and white striped, I guess that's a turban, some sort so, of tablecloth. Yeah. Headdress. I've had it, man. Uh, TJ says, the world would be a better place if we all thought like you. Run for president. They'd assassinate you in a second for making sense. I don't make any sense. That's the scary part. That if I'm the one making sense, how uh, nonsensical is the other stuff? If you're listening to me going, that guy makes sense compared to them. Yeah, but that's a low bar. You got to be... I mean, you, if I'm the guy that you're like, turn to that guy. He makes sense. He knows what he's talking about. The topic we're having a conversation about is on the floor. If I'm the one you're like, that guy makes the most sense. I'm a f- moron. I was driving home. I told these guys, I was, I'm so stupid. I was driving home the other day. I didn't realize that my Jeep is having an electrical issue where the horn won't stop blowing. I got my radio up. I'm not kidding when I tell you that I'm singing one of two songs, uh, Tina Turner's Thunderdome. <laughs> we don't need it. another hero, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm crushing it, too. <laughs> and it's so loud, I can't hear that my own car is going down the street like I'm an ambulance. <laughs> People are getting out of the way. I'm just 80 miles an hour. This is great. And then I'm like, what is that noise? And I turn the radio, and I'm like, that's me. I don't know what's going on. It, it had to last four miles. It stopped. I'm giggling like a little girl. I finally got the key fob to get it to turn off. I don't even know if I did that. I just hit every button like 12 times and it shut off. Turn it back up. We don't need another hero. Mac, 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 mac. Like, what the hell is going on with my car? So then after a while, I'm like, I can't fix this. I'll just turn it off when I get home. And I'm the one that they're like, you should run for president. I should barely, I can barely operate my own vehicle. There goes the beast. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's important right there. That dude's important. And I hold my key fob, and that, that's my solution to the whole thing. Hold your key hop, fob high to let people know you're working on it. It's not picking up the signal. <laughs> oh, I see what's going on in there. 
It looks, but to the average person, it looks like I'm just hitting the button on the key fob to make the horn honk every, and I'm laughing. I have no cares. Or I, don't do this. Don't do that today. No, no, no. Oh, international. Got, I took, he's got oh, a detonator. Yeah. Actually, exactly. Actually, good point. <laughs> I thought of that this morning because the International Day of Jihad and, uh, you know, calling for a rage day. Uh, I'm going down the 51. I'm like, my horn starts going off. They're going to think I'm one of them, especially because I got this bomb clicker in my hand. It's not as funny as it was two days ago. Now that people are a little on edge. There he goes. He's going to Al-Akbar. He doesn't have access to the fries. We get free fries. You start Al-Akbaring. I never had a Hamas waiter anyway. I don't think we have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't know how into it you are. But how about this? Can I just ask for this? How about an international day of calm the f*** down? If you're not in the Gaza Strip, calm the f*** down. Do what we do in the United States. Go on Facebook and say it's sad. That's as far as we ever take anything. Go on Facebook and have some sort of poignant message and then put a, a, a transparent flag over your face where you stand in front of the Baskin-Robbins eating. Isn't yeah, it like, sad what's going on over there in Palestine? Yep, your work is done here. That's all. Your thoughts and Allah prayers, whatever. Do what we do in America, which is the bare minimum of Facebook posts, and then we're done. Yeah, like, count to ten before you do anything. <laughs> right. Have, take a breath, count to ten, do your awesome Facebook post, and then tell your friends I posted about it, and you have done yeoman's work in this war, my friend. It's the American way. When there's a tragedy, Facebook post. Oh, you're a warrior. But don't Allah Akbar my nugs. I don't even eat the nugs, but if nugs fell in front of me, I'd eat them. If they were Allah Akbar nugs, I'd still eat them, but I'm getting free fries for the whole religious intrusion thing. <laughs> I don't even like that much if I hear God bless. I'm like, all right, too far. Just eating nugs. Here. God doesn't need to bless my nugs. Calm it down there, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and I'm calling for an international day of calm the f*** down. I don't even care if it's international. Just a Phoenix day of calm the f*** As long as it's happening somewhere else, I'm fine. Don't bring it here. This is where I am. That's important to me. I got a flight. <laughs> a real important <laughs> weekend ahead of me. I can't have this all get mucked up. Priorities. And I got priorities, man. I got slot machines to play with. I got drinks to just guzzle. I got a Javier's visit that is in inevitable. I have to do it. I'm in Vegas. I'm going to Javier's going to explore the resorts world, see what kind of restaurants they got. I'm sure Brady's going to be right on my tail. It's going to be look like it's going to be like Sonic. I already and, have a checklist. Yeah, it's going to be Sonic and Tails. I'm sure you've Googled what restaurants are in the place. Ooh. Resorts <laughs> nugs. <laughs> nugs of the world. Ooh. Oh, Akbar. God, is great. And so are these nugs. Stupid. International day of calm the f*** down. I want to say it. And again, if we get on that set chat and I hear, Hello, everybody. Well, going to Las Vegas. I'm pilot. Sounds like Dave Draymond in the beginning of a song. What was your name again? <laughs> your name is Uwaka Kaka. <laughs> yes. All right, sit in your chairs and buckle up. I'm not real sure I like the pilot. <laughs> What's with the extra fuel tanks? It's a very long flight. 
Ignore yourself. Okay. If you look to your left, you'll see what used to be the Grand Canyon. Oh, Akbar. Oh, Akbar, that's a free drink. Well, the drinks are all free. We should get a glass to keep or something. We should get a, a bobble or a commemorative. That's all we want. A free cup, free fries, some nugs, something. Every time we're inconvenienced. And if all our bars are inconvenienced, God damn it, give me some fries. It'll calm me down. They're American. Give them free fries. They won't even, they'll be, they'll be lost on their own. That's how you jihad us. Free fries somewhere. Or open up a White Castle. And then blow it up. Because you'll kill thousands. <laughs> or that's how you convert. <laughs> Or that, yeah. The you, got, you got a few fence riders. You're like, oh, it's free if you convert to Al Akbar. The nonsense today. What I have to do? Just sign here and say that you're uh, in. So all I think I do is believe in Muhammad. I get free White Castles forever. It's just like turning on my phone. Yep. Al Akbar. <laughs> he is great. Free White Castles. You want me to read, read through the agreement? <laughs> I have to martyr myself. Just scroll down to the bottom. Well, you know, you martyr yourself if there's a problem. It's never, you know, you have to fly to those. Except. Also, you have to wear this backpack. Okay. <laughs> this free, free White Castles for life might only last a couple hours. Well, you'll agree to it. <laughs> yeah, we could, yeah. If they wanted to jihad us, just put up a sign that says, it's like a, a, you know, Bugs Bunny cartoon. Just have a sign that says free beer or free fries. And the zombies will come wandering around. They'll line up around the block. When I was in Sholo. They opened up a Panda Express. You'd have thought the Pope was going to jerk off in the center of the street. There were more people there. I, I International restaurant. I've never oh. seen anything like this. That's steak 44 to them up they there. They spent I mean. the night. They're opening that Panda tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get my tent. I'm like, why? First hundred, get free Panda. It's not real Panda. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can do half noodle and half rice? How in the world are you guys going to know when this ends? I'll have the panda. No, you didn't read the menu. I can't read. I'm just going to have a plate of that panda on whatever it is you, uh, you know, slant it up a little bit. Put some rice on there. And <laughs> do the thing you do. Do the chippy 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 there, Joe. Come on. <laughs> Charlie's hungry. <laughs> hey, you're Trevor's boy. You ain't one of them. How are you even figuring out what's going on in there with broccoli and steamed rice? It's not that hard, man. You're going to turn into one of them. You keep doing this. <laughs> but the line at Sholo around the Panda Express, I don't know, it must have been 100 people. To spend the night for a free Panda Express meal? For a year? No. It was just, just grand opening. Well, the first just 100 the, people oh. got like free Panda. Then there were deals all day, but a bunch of folks slept outside. And then the next day, there were balloons and clowns and like a Ferris wheel, and they, they went bananas. And that's little America. We do it here. It's not like Phoenix is that much more metropolitan. They opened that White Castle, and they had to close the 101 for a minute. Like for two weeks, that thing was just crazy. They couldn't supply it fast enough. <laughs> we just, we're running out so fast. God damn it. I can't do this anymore. Akbar. We got to get you out of the kitchen, man, up front. You need to be front of house. Anyway, don't mess with our nugs and stop this International Day of Jihad nonsense. And if you think killing a baby is a good idea, you're also f crazy. 
I want some Gaza strips now, actually. Yeah, Gaza strips, that actually sounds it does. I don't care what you name them. That's good chicken. These are the Gaza strips. Mm. Reminds me of the Seinfeld. Yeah. You got the three choices of sauce. Uh, honey mustard, barbecue, or blood of the non-believer. I'll have the second one. Not the uh, Seinfeld curb. The Palestinian chicken place. Oh, yeah, when he had the place. Palestinian chicken place, and he was banging the hot Palestinian. They keep running that on uh, Instagram. They have it. <laughs> he loved the chicken. The Palestinians who were, you know, so you take off your Jew cap. Where's his yarmulke in there? But he loved the chicken so much that what are you going to do? Funkhauser refused to take it off, and then he started to bang <laughs> the owner because she was pretty right. hot. And she kept calling him a filthy. <laughs> that is one of the <laughs> best episodes of television you'll ever watch. That's how I good remember the, that episode. That's how oh, good the chicken is. So funny, and how fun the sex was. That they just. They were basically, you know, the Gaza Strip in Israel as two people, but they liked banging each other. It was hilarious. Anyway, International Day of Calm the F Down. How about that? Let's do that. Because we got stuff to do with it, and it's important. And so do you guys. So, Allah Akbar somewhere else for a little while. I ain't got time for that. I'm busy not believing in your God. <laughs> All right? You know, enough. He is one of them. Yeah, okay. And by the way, if I got my head cut off for this, Good. I don't want to be on a planet with this stuff going on. I'm not really excited about the way your God loves and expresses himself. I don't think it's cool. If that's how I end, then I'm the martyr, dummy. You're ruining it. You're so stupid. You cut my head off. I'm an atheist martyr. What have you done? So, go ahead. Cut my head off. I don't care. I really don't. Uh, it's 621. Let's get our stuff. What an uplifting way to start Friday the 13th, an international day of jihad. you got to think about that. And if you are worried or your insurance company won't let you leave your house, you know, take a couple steps outside. I, I doubt it's in they're my after. policy. Kind of also arrogant to believe they're coming for you. I don't think you, you know, living over there in Maryvale is like, we have to get that guy. I don't think they're really, I don't, they don't know you. Not in Maryvale. You'll be all right. Yeah, even they're they like, no, no, no. I'd rather live in Gaza right now. <laughs> Maryville looks like Gaza tomorrow. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. That was her reviews of the concert. <laughs> it's the drummer banger. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, and and uh, all the International Day of Jihad and all that talk uh, didn't even mention that there it was last night, set in stone, Philadelphia Freedom coming to town. Phillies, Diamondbacks, NLCS. That's a tough out. Now, I've been to more Diamondback games this year than I've been in a long time. I've been to five of them. That ain't a lot, but it's five. And uh, I'm telling you, man, not one time did I sit and think I'm watching a World Series champion out on that field. Not once. But here they are. 
84-win team on the precipice of getting in. And they're playing another team. Uh, like a, What did they win, 88, 89 games, the Phillies, something like that? Nine, they were mid-90s, maybe? 92, they, I think. Okay. Which is a reasonable amount of wins, but you got the four seed and the six seed basically going for it in the National League. Yeah, so... Tough I mean, out. Were the other two tough outs? Brewers? Yeah, Dodgers? well, I mean, yeah, oh, but when the Phil- know, something about the Phillies are different than those two. Like, those two teams are... Well, what's different is you're the, the next level. Well, the grittiness. 90 the and 72. Man. No, they're nine, they have 90 wins. Yeah. It's just a gritty thing. Philly did it last year. We've seen this. It's not like this is a surprise because Philadelphia has this turn it on and off kind of mentality. I think they they were good all year. The Braves were just better. Yeah, everybody was a tough out because it's a playoffs. This might be the toughest out, especially the way they're playing. Last night, there's Castellanos again. Like, I don't know what they were talking about. Dude went back two home runs again last night. That's first player in uh, postseason history to have back-to-back games of multiple home runs. Pretty impressive. All the 100-team wins out. Yeah. Same as last year, yeah, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah, except for the Astros, I think. But Yeah. Uh, they didn't even win 100. They were 90 oh, that's and right. 72. That's right. Well, that was this Them year. Them and the Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, last year, I think, Houston won 100. There were a bunch of 100-win teams last year. The Mets and everybody got bounced mm-hmm. early. But yeah, it's uh, it doesn't mean... And that's the thing. I'm kind of... Uh, baseball's tough for me now because I used to, to kind of like the idea. You win the whole thing, you're in. That's it. But now there's six teams and you can get... It's just this... The whole point of baseball is that from April until September, you maintain some sort of good. And now it's more like, just get in, and if you're hot at the right time, you can yep. win it all. And that's that, to me, means that the Colorado Rockies, who were playing pretty good in September, could be the World Series champs just because they're having a decent week. And that's not what baseball... That's not the design of a long season. So, as a traditionalist, I say go back to the old way, but I know that's not going to happen. So cut it down to 125 games. The, the, the attrition factor agree with you. doesn't need to happen anymore if you're just going to allow a team. And I'm glad for the Diamondbacks in the city and stuff. But are they the best team in baseball or just the best team for the last couple weeks? Every year, or actually every month of the season, there's a best team of that month. The Cubs and Mariners were the best teams in baseball in July and August. Were they World Series champion? No, because it's the, the wins count the same in April as they do in September. So you can have a hot streak. It just so happens the season ended when you had a, then you got hot, which I guess is what you're supposed to do when you get into the playoffs. That's how it's built. I'm not a fan of the way it's built, but that's how it's built. So go get them, Phillies and Diamondbacks. Who I don't think on any other, you know, it's weird because you go back 20, 25 years, they don't even they don't even sniff a playoff. The the Dodgers, yeah, and you know the Braves, and the Brewers. That's it in the National League. You win the division, you're in, and then you just add a wild card. But they they were 16 games behind their division. They wouldn't even wouldn't even been close. You're done before Halloween. Oh yeah, you would have been September call ups and thinking about next year. It's more fun for a season, but you know, it's all it, that money. It's all that it's all money. It is. Yep, it's TV money, and it is more fun for the excitement of who's getting in. But, I, I, you know, not to just take a swing at the Diamondbacks while they're in this thing, or the Phillies. I didn't see a world champion team on the field all year long. Not once did I think, man, this team is a dominant, going to be the best in the world team. They're not. Hard did. Dave well, Hart, yeah, David Hart, you know, from day one. Because, yeah, it's easy to say now. Hindsight, Har is really easy to... <laughs> Hubris Har is like the guy. 
telling us that he knew back in spring training this team was going to go to the World Series. Sales. He needs to be coaching. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> he needs to be on MLB Network. If he saw this and not one expert at all, not one player, not nobody on the Diamondbacks. It's still an outstanding story, but it is kind of the way it's built. that An injury, you know. But it's it's more, the playoffs are more fun. Well, look what they did, you know, with football, which is a good move. I mean, they sped up um, the clock because um, in in college games they, they averaged they did the number thing how many plays are made. It, right. It, they cut it back. College cut back. How? Like almost twenty five plays because now they run the clock and it's only to the two minutes before. No, it the, never stops. Yeah. Even on like incomplete passes. On incomplete passes, it'll, it'll stop. But a running play, it goes out of bounds. It'll con- oh, it keeps going. Yeah, until the final two. I minutes. was looking yesterday for some reason. Uh, but it cuts down 28. Oh, it'll you know, it's like tons plays, of which saves injuries. Well, wow. Because they're playing basically, you know, 25% more. They don't really care about injuries. They care oh, they about, care. They care about the insurance. They don't care about the health. They care about having to pay for them later. That's really all that matters. If they really cared, they would shut down. They would put a weight limit on football. Because what's happened to football is you got too many dudes who are 320 pounds that can run a 4-6-40. And you had that kind of size and that kind of speed, you're going to break some people. I would say the next thing, you know, it's always on the bubble, but they look at the kickoff, kickoff return. Kickoffs don't do anything. Yeah. No, they're no well, now they're not. Like, they've never, like, it's never been like, ah, oh, four more guys down on the kickoff. Kickoffs are, everybody's running the same direction for the most part. And then they turn around and they start mowing over each other. Every play in football, it's wide open. They, they pretend to be interested in that. But what the problem is, is size and speed have eclipsed the equipment. You go back in the 70s, those dudes were hitting each other harder with worse equipment, and there weren't as many problems. That's why they weren't, though, too. The equipment got better. Where the equipment got better, and you can use your so head you as a can weapon. now use yeah. more force, no, more speed. And you're 330 pounds yeah. of pure athlete. Where 330 pounds back in the 70s, there was one guy, his name was John Hanna, and he was a lineman. He couldn't run at all. You look at old hockey. The goons in their sweatpants just barely Lumbering. barely skating around. While and Gretzky shows up and goes, watch this. And just skating around him like it. He looks like he's on a different uh, you know, planet. Changed everything. Speed and size changed everything. Play pretend that they care about these guys. They care about it because if they lose one, that team suddenly isn't interesting. They're anymore. out. Yeah. If they if they don't act like well, we need less, of, I was looking at yesterday for no reason at all, and they, you know all the talk of baseball speeding the games up and that. Uh, I, I remembered when I was a kid uh, watching the uh, it was in West Virginia watching the Orioles and um, uh, Phillies in the World Series, or it was the Royals and Phillies? Was it, no, it was the Orioles. Phillies. No, Orioles Pirates. That was seventy nine, and then eighty was uh, Phillies and Royals. I think that's right. And then, uh, but I remember watching that, and I'm like, God, it seemed like I was catching those games, and I was only eight. But I remember the ends of them. I remember Tug McGraw for the Phillies was their closer, and I, well, I'm, that means I'm watching a closer. When did that, because I'm on the East Coast, when did this start? Those games were two hours and 30 minutes long, almost all of them. There were two that went to three hours. That was the max. And they didn't have like a clock or anything else. What changed? Why, why did old baseball just blow through? And then pitching changes. Was the only thing I come up with. They just didn't change pitchers the whole. He had a starter. He stayed in the game almost the entire game, no matter if he was getting shelled or not. Uh, game, the games were two hours and thirty-one minutes long, and they're even they're still longer than that today. And they've got clocks to speed guys up. I love the pitch clocks. I think it's great. Yeah. It made everything it three hours, yeah. but that's still twenty twenty-five minutes longer than when it was America's pastime. Those games didn't go that long. 
They were, you know, maybe the times between innings. Uh, Advertising, if there could yeah. be, don't know. Well, and then you get like guys like you know Tito Francona that's pulling a pitcher yeah. every other yeah, that's hitter. The problem. You know? is, yeah, Luckily, yeah. they changed that too. Yeah, and it has sped it up, but it is kind of a weird. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. But I watching uh, watching Nick Castellanos last night. I was just waiting for people on the air to talk about cancer or death, or maybe they were talking about the day of jihad, and then Nick would go deep because that dude's got a penchant for knocking around a bad topic, <laughs> big time. Big time. But Castellanos, and then they interviewed him at the end. It's like he knows he can't talk much because it'll cause trouble. And the guy interviewing him at the end of the game was like, uh, two more home runs tonight. This team is going to the NLCS. This is a magnificent run. And Nick goes, what's the question there? <laughs> He's on the field, like, not celebrating stone-faced. And I'm like, oh, he is the merchant of death. This guy has no he's got no he's got no soul. He can feel when things are dark and he hits a home run during that time. He's like, How's how do you how do you uh, explain this team's rise in the playoffs two years in a row? Uh, a lot of camaraderie. He's like Bill Belichick. I'm like, geez, Nick Castellano's the worst interview in, in the history of baseball. Who was um just like the dude from the uh, Mavericks in the NBA after they won the championship. No big deal. Dirk good. Nowitzki? Not Nowitzki. I think it was that. But he basically his reaction was the yeah. same way. It was a good win. We have a nice win. Joker kind of did it last. Joker. Year. Well, that was for That's the right. Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So you're mixing up your white guys, your white doughy yeah. Europeans. That's all right. It happens. It's hard to do. It is tough to do. <laughs> sometimes that's tough to do. I mix my pails up. You get a little bit. Yeah, you know, sometimes pale people all look the same. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it is Friday the 13th. People are emailing me their stories of Friday the 13th. Uh, it's not, you know, you only remember a bad thing that happens on Friday the 13th because it's Friday the 13th. If it's Tuesday the 11th and your leg gets lopped off like Peg, the guy on the plane with us later today, I'm sure he's not like going, oh, it's the most unlucky number in the world. It's just when it's Friday the 13th, it takes on extra. This guy emailed and said he lost his hand <laughs> Friday the 13th, 2009. He's working on a car, and the jack fell. Oh. His hand got trapped under it, smashed oh. his hand, and just became a bag of bones hanging off his wrist, so they cut his hand off. I'll never forget the Friday the 13th. I'm like, all right. What if that would have happened on the 9th? Would, would nines scare you forever and ever? I mean, I understand being triggered by whatever month and day. that, Like, the anniversary might be like, ugh, this is the day my hand fell off. But to be afraid of Friday the 13th is kind of crazy because you have bad things happen to you on every other day. But when it's Friday the 13th, you act like it's because it's Friday the 13th. It's not. It's because you goofed up. It can happen on anything. Last week when I was riding my bike home on uh, Friday the 6th and that bee flew into my head and right into my ear hole. Different story if it was this week. <laughs> right, right. If I did it today, I'd be like, it's Friday the 13th and a bee flew. What are the, what are the odds? Maybe Friday the 13th is real. We place meaning on the bad things that happen to us when it's Friday the 13th. When it's Friday the 6th, it's just a bee flew into my ear. Isn't that weird? So just calming you down there a little bit. I do feel bad that your hand fell off, but here's the reason your hand fell off. You worked under cars, and sometimes that happens. Brett, you worked on RVs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some dude wandered over to you at one point with a tourniquet on his arm going, I don't know what just happened, but I just sliced my arm open. It's mechanics. No, it happens. Stuff happens. Tie it off and let's go. Tie it off. We're not yeah. done yet. Yeah. Got to get this beauty. Lug nut. We got to get yeah. this house back on the road. <laughs> hey, you're a mechanic. What do I do about this horn honking problem? You think it's tied to my radio at all? It could be. <laughs> That's what I'm. It's thinking. electrical. Yeah, I think the electrical. I think any aftermarket parts that are as 
intricate as what I've got going on in there in that giant sound system. You know what? Let me take a look at it. Yeah, why don't you hop around back there and start messing with things? We'll never make it to Vegas this way. Yeah, Friday the 13th. He'll still be out there. His pudgy little fingers trying to reach in there and screw in those little tiny... This, this is the problem here. What? My fingers are too big. I can't reach it. Cut the blue or red. It's not a bomb. <laughs> just need you to stop the horn. One of these has to go. I had an old CJ7, and I used to take the on the steering wheel. This was back when I, I didn't know any. I still don't know anything about cars. But the little cap for honking the horn on the steering wheel yeah. would come off. I could, you could you'd twist it and take it off. Like old Jeeps yeah, were. That's how you get to the steering wheel. Legos, right. right. Yeah. yeah. So it had a little twist, a squeeze in the twist. I figured that out. And I did it so often that it was like a blacked.com. Eventually, the thing I'm stuffing it in just becomes weak and floppy and loose. <laughs> and so every time I do it, the metal that was attached that caused me to push to honk the horn just quit and fell onto the horn all the time. You had a flaccid horn? I had a flaccid horn. It was oh, a, I had an Olympic horn. So I used to like, I remember driving home from school once. And it fell, and I couldn't get the cap thing off, and I'm trying to get it off. And then it was just locked on like a magnet. And it's just a constant, on Alma School in Guadalupe at the light. And I got a dude screaming, I'm, knock it off! I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm holding my hands up like, you know, don't, you know, hands up, don't shoot. Guy's losing his mind. And then, of course, because I'm 16, 17 years old, the tears just start falling down my face. And I didn't know what to do. I thought I was going to get arrested. <laughs> so now I'm just in a... <laughs> in a Varney tank top, looking like an idiot. Big watermelon head on this toothpick body. I look like I stole the car. It's honking the whole time. I'm sobbing. Pet shop boys cranking. Probably something like Kokomo or something stupid on the radio. <laughs> that little gay lady is crying. She can't turn her car off. She's listening to the Beach Boys. What a weirdo. I'm a guy. What? Oh. I've heard about this new thing called AIDS. That one's got it. But yeah, Go see the movie Cocktail. It was, it was either Kokomo or, or Don't Worry, Be Happy was probably just oh. blazing. It was 1988. What are you going to do? around. But it was like the first week of school. First week I was driving to school because I you know, got my license in July. Pop over there and school starts in the end of August. That stupid horn I've been playing with the whole... I could not shut it and off. And you discovered that right away. Oh, it was immediate. Like, oh, this comes off. You know, and as a fidgety fiddle fart 16 year old, you're like, look what I can do. And then I take it off and I'm like, and then you just touch the metal just barely and it would honk the horn. Like you didn't have to push. Like, isn't that great? And then I finally broke it to where the metal just stuck to the thing that was causing the horn and it was nonstop. Probably took about two hours to get that going. I'd, I'd rather listen to the horn. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just screaming at me. I only live like a quarter mile from here. It was hilarious, but I wouldn't turn it down, I'm sure. Probably didn't know how. I'd rather listen to the horn than this song. This is, oh, this is terrible. This is a classic. Oh, this sucks. You're a crazy person. Stamos is the only good thing about this song. Him on his bongos. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn it up. Idiot. I got that going on again. His wife's probably the car going, just leave, leave the little twink alone. The He's got his Kokomo going boy. on. Somebody's going to kick his ass. Don't worry, honey. 
You don't have to be so mad. Look at this guy. <laughs> Someone's going to beat that twink into the late 80s. It's the way things used to work. They'll drag him behind a horse. Don't worry. I'm not gay. Yes, you are. You just haven't come out yet. It's all right, honey. We recognize. Nobody wears pink and blue Varnay tank tops. Oh, yeah. Just Every to... other car going by there. Fesho! Yeah, I was getting nailed. Stop honking at us, you <laughs> not gay. That's what I was most worried about. But it's happening again. Did your did your next song sound like this one? No, I kind of yes. <laughs> well, those are the first two songs I heard as a driver. Oh, I'd have crashed my car. First two songs that came on. Feeling good on KCZP one hundred four point seven FM, the Valley's number one hit music Was station. Steve Goddard on then? Then uh, no, Bruce Kelly. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, have Howard Jones play in your backyard. Howard Jones played it to my friend Dan's backyard. That pasty Englishman stood under a tree in Maine. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, this was the, this was the first song. That ever played in my Jeep while I was driving. And the next one was Kokomo. This song pissed me off. It's Don't Worry Be Happy, and it pissed me off. Nobody's this happy. You know what it sounds like? It's DeAndre Ayton's lazy, yeah. lazy song. It's the lazy song. Brady lives it to a T. Like, this is Brady's theme song. I'm kind of pissed off at it, too. Because it's like, all right, no, worry about stuff. Take pride in your life. Don't worry. Be happy. Um, God, I hate you for being yeah. happy. <laughs> I do, too, because you're not really that happy. Anybody that claims to be that happy is a miserable <laughs> deep down. They're just, not, they're just not confronting real problems. Ah, so your wife's got three knobs in her right now. Don't worry. <laughs> First world problems. Just got fired. Don't worry. Be happy. Oh, no, I got problems. Look, Bobby. And so then, your neighborhood got bombed. <laughs> yeah. You know how, yeah, exactly. Hey, Gaza Strip. Uh, how about this, though? He got, like, some sort of terrible disease that ate him alive, and then the news announced it. The singer of Don't Worry, Be Happy isn't happy anymore. He's lost the ability to speak or ever sing his hit song. Well, I'm sure he's just sitting there trying to whistle now. He recanted on his deathbed. He said, you know what? You know what? It. Deal with your problems. That was his new song. This pissed me off, too. I wasn't really, but it is. In, yeah. When I was 16, I didn't know any different from anything. Be happy. This could have been what was playing while my horn wouldn't turn off. Oh, my which makes me more angry. I got problems. And this this lazy son of a bitch is just telling me not to deal with it. You're in your Jeep, Brett, the top off? Oh. The song's cranking? That's exactly what it was. Top Looked down. like Daisy Duke or something. I mean, oh. Yep. <laughs> There's no real fight in me to say I didn't look like this. Wearing your OP shorts. and uh, You know what? I'm going to put the bikini top on today. I probably had a pair of board shorts. I know I had a Varney tank top on because that's all I Sweet. used to. Loved those. And I had the... I, had the, I looked like I could have been like a cartoon mascot for spaghetti. When the Varney was... so When that Varney shirt was dirty, you put on the Zog sex wax shirt. I didn't do the Zog sex wax because I thought it was going to get me like... My mom would be upset. Did you have the Jimmy Z shorts, too? <laughs> Nobody knew what sex wax was in my house, so I was like, what is that for? Knock it off. It sounds gross. Like, sex wax? I don't know. I had the Jimmy Z's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those were great. Back in the day. And my fans that I had to leave in the garage because I didn't wear socks and it would smell off the whole house. This song, it's pissing me off now. <laughs> He's not happy. He's got like a tumor growing in his He's head. He's faking it. He's high. He's nobody's nobody's this carefree unless they're unemployed and walking around a beach in the Bahamas with no money. That's the only time people talk like that is when they're not trying anymore. 
Tony Rock's three-year-old kid from yesterday would <laughs> exactly. be. I mean. <laughs> He's got the same lifestyle as Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> Don't worry. And he put on that fake uh, Bahamanian yeah. or whatever accent because he's not even. That. He's from New York. But he sang it like. Oh, a, really? He's not. Yeah, no, he's oh, saying thought, it like a lazy oh. Jamaican. Don't worry. Be happy. When Don't worry. You make what a prick. Yeah. It's all, this is all appropriation and nonsense, this song. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. It's, it's, uh, so he was in Jamaican face? Yes. <laughs> he wore Jamaican face. That's right. Bobby McFerrin. Now I'm mad at that. But yeah, the car horn thing. So if you can fix that, Brett, I'd appreciate it. I don't know what's going we'll on. We'll work on that. And it's just like random. And I don't think my key fob's doing a thing. I think I just keep hitting buttons. I, I don't, because uh, it would, you'd think that the first time I'd hit it, it would turn it off. Oh, when you're driving, I don't think it's supposed to work. You've probably fiddled with that thing like your horn back in the day, that key fob. I'm not doing a thing with that. But it's gotten so sensitive, it's now like a, like a mouse pad. All I have to do is like run my finger over it and stuff happens. I don't have to push the buttons. Like if I just it's like do this, biometric, I don't know what it is. But if I'm just, <laughs> like right now, my doors are locking and unlocking. I'm just barely put my finger over the top of the keys. Yeah. Is the horn going off? Yeah, you saw it's me. Work- it's working. You saw it. Out. It's working. Is it off? Nope. Maybe I have to push it again. Nothing. Still going. Oh God! I've, I've created a monster. <laughs> Hit the lock. Okay, it's off. Uh, Wait. Don't. I didn't do anything. Don't touch anything. I didn't even hit a button. He got it. Yeah. I think, I think it's off just now. in case. Don't push the buttons. It'll it'll start working when I drive. <laughs> Toledo's in there trying to record yeah. stuff. Your horns <laughs> out here honking. <laughs> well, it's better me driving down the fifty-one, scaring the hell out of everybody. That's all I got. <laughs> and I didn't care after. Yeah. <laughs> it is catchy though. That's the worst part. <laughs> Yeah, you want to nail a happy-sounding song. You think it sounds happy? Yeah. It sounds like a depressed person on their meds singing about happiness. That's what I think this song actually is. I never got that impression when I when I hear the song. This sounds this like an absolutely up- depressed. That's all I hear. You think this sounds uplifting? Yeah, when I first heard it. Yeah. I don't find it depressing. I do. That does mean it I sounds like, like this sounds song. like a dude is in a like a mental institution. Don't worry, be happy. Like everything's falling. Don't worry. He's trying to he's trying I to go for the most. Uh, yeah, it's in, you're on a beach in Jamaica, Bahamas. I think insane asylum, and everything's Being just approached, You want to buy weed? Do you need any other drugs? <laughs> yeah. You're on your Valium. You want a wood marlin carved for you? On your. Uh... I hope you learned it note for note, like good little children. Don't worry. Oh. Yeah. Shut yeah, I, I hear. And guys. I thought it was more. Um, I hear a guy in a straight jacket singing about like it just quitting, like he has no. Like he's going through the motions of like what you're supposed to say to not confront. But I thought problems. it was more um, African sound, like yeah, safari. That's a safari song. Like a, yeah, like because uh, Paul Simon, you know, had the yeah African diamonds on the sole of her shoes and that kind of. Music was uh, a couple of songs like that. Were so they just stole some more Africans and did their stuff. <laughs> it's African in its yeah. own way. I'm trying to think of what the first song I heard was. I think when you drove, yeah, I might have been like 18 in life or something like. We that. We should do that. We should have a whole day of people calling up going, "This is the first song I heard when I that's good idea." Start my car. What's yours, Brady? You remember? Was it Tribal Drums? <laughs> <laughs> it was either. Um, <laughs> The Police or Van Halen? 
You sure? One or two that I had. Yeah, Which one? put in there. What song? Um, it would have been um, VH1. Which, do you remember like when you first started? Your, it was such an exciting day for me. The, I, had I started so the car, my, uh, that was on the radio. Yeah. And I'm like, there it is. You know, my mixtapes. It might have been Celebrate Me Home. No, but I had uh, <laughs> other mi- mixtapes. Babe, I'm driving. <laughs> Brady wrote his own song. I'm on my way to you. God, you're lucky today. This car is mobile. You can see me even quicker. <laughs> Have the nugs ready for lunch. <laughs> Celebrate me. <laughs> well, looks like I'm going to be driving to your house today. I can hear the smile on your face over the phone. Isn't it wonderful that I'll be with you in a minute? For home you. For the holidays. <laughs> Celebrate me home, guy. <laughs> yeah, those are my first two. And I don't know why I remember. I remembered that. Like immediately, and see, and that's what TJ just emailed and said. That "Don't worry, be happy" would be my song if I ever lost it mentally and snapped. That's yeah. what I hear when I hear that song. Yeah. A dude on the verge of a huge breakdown that's just trying to tell it, himself, "Keep it cool, yeah, yeah. you're gonna lose." That's what I hear from that song. I don't hear happiness. I hear complete, fragile, uh oh behavior. And I thought that's why everybody else liked it, but I think I might be alone on that. Well, Tommy lucked out. His first song he heard driving was Wood from Alice in Chains. Damn it. That's not bad. No, 1992, 91, whenever that was. Nice. Yeah, if I cranked it, if I, if I put the key in the Jeep, the CJ7, and... Yeah. That's a good, like, opening credits to your world of driving. If your life is a movie, and, you know, it starts with you starting a car and driving, and then your name comes up like the title, and Wood is playing, that's a great opener. That's a great opener. Running with the devil is this guy. That's pretty solid. You can't knock that. Running with the devil. What is that, like 79? That's yeah. That's pretty good stuff right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a neat thing. A lot of people, like, I don't know why I have those milestone moments I always placed in my head. It's like, well, you'll never forget this. the day Because it was such an important thing to me. I don't understand kids that don't want to drive today. So important to get my driver's license and have that independence and... I just remember getting in that car thinking, everything's going to be different now. Everything is in my life will be different now. And I just, that song came on and I was like, oh, this guy had it, man. Oh. I'm jealous. I had Skid Row. You had Van Halen. Getting in your car. This. That's what. I was two years later, so, I mean, even though that was what you'd have on your tape, but. What were you, 80? That, and then, the, then I was looking, it was, the police was that. Every little thing she has is magic. That was '81. I think that album came out. I think that's Ghost of the Machine. What was yours? Your uh, Eighteen in Life. Eighteen in Life is yeah. your first song yeah. in a car. Mm-hmm. It's weird we remember that stuff. It's important. It is important. This is awesome. I'd have gotten a ticket day one. Oh yeah, that's a good one right there. That's a real good one. This guy said I had my mom's car. Uh-oh. First song I heard, <laughs> Herman's Hermits. I don't know which song he wrote, but Herman's Hermits was his first one. I uh, hope it's, I'm Henry the Eighth, I am, Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. <laughs> Just drive into a wall. This one? <laughs> oh, I'd kill myself. Oh. This, had, this was back when oldies were oldies. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am, Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She's been married several times before. And everyone was an Henry. Henry. She wouldn't tell the 
song's basically like a, a history lesson. Luckily, it's only a minute fifty long. So. Yeah, they knew that. They knew yeah. they were pissing people off about a minute and a half in. Bobby McFerrin couldn't get that through his head. Though. <laughs> no, Bobby McFerrin read that thing to one for eight hours. We just kept him calm. I hear "Don't worry, be happy." I think beekeepers should play it. It keeps everything slow and docile. Now, this one was uh, mine. Could have been. Who could it be now? Men at work too. You don't remember. Eight, no. Just say you don't remember. You're I'm just, just looking, looking up songs from when you what, what I have on the mixtapes, but I don't yeah. remember the first what song. What is it in a mixtape? Like the first one when you started the car. I remember yeah. it popping on. I don't. Yep. This guy says, I can't believe I remember it, but it was Jet by Paul McCartney. I was 16 in 1980. That's a pretty good one. I'll make yeah, it. Yeah. That's not a bad one. That would be kind of yeah, a fun good. one to kick on and have that go right away. With I don't remember that one. You don't remember Jet? <laughs> you know this. It's a great song. I'm surprised you don't remember this. Once it kicks in, it sounds familiar now. That's a good one to start with. I don't know why we remember that stuff. It's weird. So this guy says, I know you're not a man of war guy, but check out Wheels of Fire because that's the one I kicked on when I first got my driver's license. I do not know Man of War's Wheels of Fire, but I have a feeling you were probably going too fast. Oh, that's Jet still. I can't imagine Man of War. Wheels from the Kings of Metal album. See you later, Dad. Maybe. I'm not your dad. I know. <laughs> You're the guy who's currently nailing my mom, though. So you're my dad. I gotta find somebody to buy me some Marlboro Reds. Don't crash my car! You, Dale! You're not my dad! Well, this guy's not screwing around with his first song. It's just car sounds while you're in a car. That seems redundant. <laughs> Yeah. Is this where we turn? <laughs> I'm 16 and I'm going to take over the world. Yeah, you shouldn't have been doing that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like the Indy 500, man. Out of the way, bro. Look out, assholes. Here comes Mark Hayes. That dude lost his mind. <laughs> you need to don't worry, be happy. Calm down. My Nova won't start, man. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron says, 91 5.0 Mustang GT nice. in 2004. First song, Slipknot. Sick. Daniel I says, I don't remember the first song, probably because I didn't get my license until I was 27. <laughs> Why? I wish I could remember Locked the first up, song. Was he sitting? Yeah, sitting for a while. Yeah. First day I had a car, I don't remember the song that I heard. All I remember is locking my keys in the car with it running at the mall. <laughs> day one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Joey had shoot to thrill. This ain't bad. Oh, that's pretty sad. 
That's a pretty good one. How many girls care about this stuff? Don't. First song I heard was... They don't care. Was Jesse's girl? Oh. By the way, I'm going to make a prediction here that Al Michaels kills Taylor Swift. <laughs> that dude does not want anything to do with the whole thing. He, that game was such a clunker last night. Oh. oh, so bad to watch. But Al Michaels and Kirk Borstreet were miserable. And then they had to mention Taylor Swift once, and Al didn't want to. He made it, They did an interview with him and said, how often are you going to talk about Taylor Swift before the game? And he goes, we had a meeting in the production room, sparingly, is my suggestion. Most people are tuning in for football. Well, even I tuned in for football and was ready for a little Taylor Swift news about third quarter because that game sucked. I didn't watch. We were eating, and it was oh, on the TV, and I was kind yeah. of like, just glancing. Talent, but yeah. then my uh, first oh. leg of the parlay is on the line. Yeah, that was bad. Well, you got they that covered. one right. They I was going to say yeah. uh, uh, there was a good shot that it didn't cover. Well, sixteen nothing. Then it was eight it. to sixteen. Yeah, that I was I was never worried the Broncos were going to come back. I just couldn't well, believe the Chiefs. But I just slept. didn't want them to get a field goal. No. And it was did you have up points? Yeah, ten oh. and a half. Oh, that's not. It was just a you had ten and a half. You lost. Oh no, no, not ten and a half. Um, because it was sixteen. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> it was nine and a half. You still lost. He's getting ready for Vegas. Well, it's 16-6? 16-8. That's eight points. Well, just open up oh, your no, phone and see. Yeah, why don't you just look You'll know. instead of this <laughs> terrible math you're doing? Maybe that was the cardinal. Maybe they did. <laughs> All right, you know, go stand in the corner until you figure out your... We need an Asian ASAP and a priest, oh. a young priest, an old priest, and an Asian mathematician for Brady this morning. It was 11 points, 19-8. Oh, was it 19-8? Yeah, they okay, covered. I, don't know. I, don't know I knew it covered. No, you didn't. At least Toledo, <laughs> Yeah. No, you didn't, or you wouldn't be looking. <laughs> you didn't even know what it covered. You didn't even know your spread. Ten and a half. <laughs> he says he knows. Why are you looking? You didn't know. You were unsure. Either way, the game was a draft. <laughs> Terrible. And now Michael's talking about Taylor Swift. I kind of got excited about Taylor Swift at a certain point, because I'm like, and then I just turned it over to the Suns. Watched a preseason. That's how bad that game was last night. I watched preseason basketball. It was much better. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Right, wake up song time brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Don't forget the big sidewalk sale happening on the 21st of this month. All kinds of deals on boards, bikes, uh, all the gear you need for whether it's on the trails or the snow. ActionRideShop.com. Plus, don't forget to mention KUPD. Bring your bike in there and get $10 off your full tune-up to get that bike ready for the trails. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. And on our list, we have... Let me add this one to the list because this guy says, I was 16, I snagged my uncle's Devin's a Dude CD and my grandma's keys. (laughs) Took the car for a joyride with the song Doobie Ashtray playing in Grandma's Ride. I have no idea what Devin the Dude... The band and Doobie's Ashtray. This is it. I don't know what it is. This is it. This is Doobie Ashtray. He was 16, stole his grandma's car, and rolled with this first time he drove on the big roads. (laughs) Nothing better than being in a uh, Buick Park Avenue. Just going. What you gonna do when the people go home and you wanna smoke weed, but the reefer's all gone? Somebody had the nerve. Not to buying it. I am, why not? 16 year olds love weed. Little grandma's Huh? Oh, grandma, it doesn't mean grandma was playing, it's what he put in. Robert had this one. Yeah. 
Remember this one? Uh oh. Easy love. Phil <laughs> and Philip Bailey, yeah. right? That played played a lot in the Doxerati. <laughs> you like this one? Oh yeah. This isn't a bad that song, actually. Great song. Yeah. I remember early on one of the favorite driving songs that I liked was the uh, U2 New Year's Day. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is a this is a good, a good first song. Too. These guys dead yet? No. No. Is Philip Bailey still alive? He is. Okay. Talked to him the other day. Collins, just, Collins don't look too good. Is he asking for money again? Oh, Phil's, Phil's in trouble. You may be doing this song next year. We uh, One of the Isley brothers just died. Something like another late 84. entry. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So, well, there's always a late entry to the Night of the Singing Dead. Eddie Money died like two days before we did it a couple years ago. And we're like, all right, two tickets to Paradise. Let's throw that together real quick. Yeah, one of the Isleys died. I, he might not be the only dead Isley, but to do it this soon, this close. Get the brothers straight. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Which one of the brothers died? <laughs> well, one of the brothers has passed. <laughs> naturally and surprisingly naturally. Uh, on the list for the Wake Up Song, we of course, what we were talking about earlier, all the songs are just Slayer's Jihad on there, uh, Sepultura, War for Territory, Power Man 5000, Bombshell. Sacred Reich, American Way, uh, Dope, Die, MF or Die, Megadeth, Holy Wars, Soulfly, Terrorist, Hail the Apocalypse from Avatar, Avenged Sevenfold, This Means War, uh, Terror, Pain is Forever, and then uh, and I'm going back to Jada and Will Smith, Smack yeah. My Bitch Up from Prodigy. <laughs> you know what? Let's go with that for a little. Jada deserves a, yeah. we'll smack the wrong person. I'm not for uh, domestic violence unless it's against her, I think, because she's just ruining a man's life and he's not saying a word i gotta hand it to will smith for keeping quiet on this i'd be mouthing off tony rock when we were off the air yesterday oh. see, yeah, she's saying that uh, that your brother chris asked her out and he goes bullshit never happened the c word was thrown around yes. a few times yes. too, by all of us yeah and then today saying that you know tupac's the true love of her life and she never got with him and always wished that he was I'm like jesus so yeah i think that's a good one Scott Haynes emailed in and said, I had a 66 Candy Apple Red CJ5. First song I ever heard in it, driving. PM Dawn, I'd die without you. <laughs> that is not cool. Because we know Scott Haynes, and he's four feet, eight inches tall. When he was 16, he looked like he was eight. And when oh, that's a different song. Yeah, he's oh, his, that's right. Yes. I don't know what this is. When he was, uh, you know, he's in his 40s, he looks like he's six I years old. With, it's just... Uh, I think I know something. Scott Haynes is so short he can't even walk by a Catholic church because he's a target. He's, he's like a grown boy. He's so small. I don't know this one at all. I neither. I do. Are you sure? Your ideas yeah, this morning no, have been very good. Is it my turn to wish you were Oh, I remember this yeah. now. Yeah. I always turn it. Yeah, turn exactly. it right about now. Yeah. I don't know this song. Yeah, if, if, I, if there's no threat of me getting blown, this song is not on when I'm by myself. <laughs> if there's no Choco yeah, yeah, Tacos yeah, if, around. If there's I'm... not a Choco Taco bet going on, I'm not tolerating this. All right. Are you going to blow me? Can I turn the station? <laughs> hey, the only way I like this song is if my tip is missing. <laughs> I was cranking this song when uh, Randy Johnson and I were in the rental I car. I bet. Yeah, oh. you guys are cruising over to Pomona. Turn it up. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the big unit. 
Yeah, Sir Randy's great at you perpetuating that story. <laughs> Local radio disc jockey says Randy Johnson blew him on a drive to Pomona yeah. while PM Dawn played. There's more where that came from, big fella. <laughs> what Thanks, a weekend. Thanks, Randy Johnson. Yeah. For the head. It's always a full name. <laughs> Randy Johnson, are you? Oh, man. Skeet, 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 skeet. You eat a lot of grapefruit. No, I don't. Nugs. Wow. (laughs) I've never had deep fried before. (laughs) Yeah, it comes out that way. It's lightly battered. (laughs) It's my uh, seed tempura. Really good. Uh, Anyway, all right, we'll do this for Jada and Will. Poor guy. Actually, she's made, she's so awful, she's making me feel sorry for a guy I watched commit a crime. Yeah. That makes me think, eh, well, it's her fault. Behind every screwed up It's man, orchestrated. She's, is, yeah, she's getting them back in the good graces yeah. again. Behind every screwed up man is a woman who caused it. I think. It's out of control now. Friday the 13th. The set jet getting fueled up, boys. Getting ready to head up there. Shine down last night, I heard, was fen- phenomenal. Papa Roach, I got a friend, my friend Jeff was there, and he texted, and he's like, man, Papa Roach is underrated. They were great. My friend Josh Ackerman, who uh, from uh, reactdefense.com, Tactical Black. Texted me last night and he said Spirit Box was awesome too. And I'm like, oh, Josh. He's uh, always saying he's that. He's a though. huge Spirit Box guy. <laughs> Loves that Spirit Box. But then at like midnight, I got another text from Jeff and it said, uh, that was an outstanding show. You're going to have a blast tomorrow in Vegas. And he's not wrong. Shine down tonight in Las Vegas. Papa Roach is an underrated live performing band. I'm not a huge Papa Roach guy. Like, I don't, again, I don't seek it out. If it pops up, I'm fine with it. When we had them at U-Fest that time, A, they were really nice. B, they just killed it. And it isn't going to be mind-blowing or, you know, spoon-bending stuff. But it's just a solid hit-after-hit kind of thing where you're like, this is just good music. I'm excited. Adam Ray tomorrow night. Gambling all weekend. Drinking. Tugging. All sorts of fun while we're up there. I'm going to give Brady Viagra. Oh, damn. You're going to tug like a teenager this weekend. It's going to be awesome. And also, we have to, before we get to the Brady Report, we have to bring up that uh, Corey Feldman has uh, commented about uh, yesterday. Uh, Trying to find it. We, uh, two days ago, we went to his show, and I told you guys that it was going to be a delusional, crazy show, and it did not disappoint. And then, uh, but I bought that box set for $275. The lady at the merch tent. Tried to talk me out of it. She works for Corey Feldman. She basically was telling me that's too much. It's too much money for one of these. Still got it. Corey Feldman, was it on Facebook or Instagram, Rich? So his website gal, yeah, super fan, uh, hit us up on Facebook. Okay. And then he apparently posted on Facebook what that you saw. It was me. Yeah. He didn't. So nobody actually heard us saying, like, trying to it find was it. crazy it? town. We, we were laughing. It was the silliest show we've ever been to. And all they heard was 
I bought a box set and security removed me. Yep. You didn't get it signed. Because Corey's like, I just found out that somebody bought one of my box sets and the security Here. kicked him out before I could sign it. Yeah, and I, his name is John Holmberg. Like, he names me in oh, the wow. thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You find it? I can't find it. Where is <laughs> it? He names me. I feel me roughed up. Yeah. Because of this, how security treated us. Yeah, he feels like security did him dirty. And he should. <laughs> well, remember, security did nothing when that lady just walked up and started to talk to him. Like, there was no security. And we were laughing. Like, some lady just popped up on stage. And I think Corey thought it was a Dave Chappelle Hollywood Bowl moment. And the lady just went up and gave him a hug. Love you, Corey. I'll be on my way. And she just <laughs> very kindly walked off. Have a nice day. Whoa, that was crazy. And so Corey thought that was. But then he saw me with the box. And he's like, that was a radio guy in town named John Holmberg, and I said I would give him. So now he's like any anything I want. Yeah, so the Corey Feldman right. Happy Endings Christmas Spectacular is what I want. You don't have to autograph anything. I'll talk to Matt Komen. Instead of comedians this year for Happy Endings, Four Peaks, 98 KUPD, bring you the Corey Feldman Christmas Spectacular. And all I ask him to do, and I'll pay him, get up on stage, give me an hour of Christmas. Condensed set. Yeah. But I'm Jewish. Only I don't hits. care. You didn't sign my box set. You're going up and doing the Christmas stuff. I don't want to hear about Lost Boys. I don't want to hear about any of that. I want you to do, put together a Christmas hour. That makes it good to me. Corey, that makes it good to me, if you're listening again this morning. But I, want, I, still, I still want to hear the Comeback King. No, I mean, we oh, got to hear Comeback King's I mean, the opener. Yeah, okay, always right. open. Uh, open we'll make sure it's the <laughs> Flex on yeah. us a little with Comeback King. I'm a comeback, comeback king. Uh, you can't read it. Anyway, it says, Pack show at the Marquee Theater in Tempe. The crowd was awesome and everything went great until security threw out a fan who purchased the Love Left 2.1 box set. <laughs> Me! The man apparently was a local DJ named Hashtag John Holmberg. Yeah, hashtag that. He's supposed to be able to come backstage and get his box set signed by me and the band. He was thrown out. I'm very upset by this. Wasn't thrown out. So, John, if you see this, please DM me. Send me your box. I will swallow. Hey. 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 Send me your box. That's illegal starting in like 2011. I will sign it for free. Much hashtag well, love gonna, hey, and great wait, apologies. Little news to you there, Corey. You were going to sign up for free the other night, too. I wasn't going to fork over any cash. <laughs> Second, I want to talk to him. Well, that's a Larry thing to say. I want to be, if this is where we are. I'll sign up for free. If Corey now knows, like we had him on the air and it was just, we didn't even pay attention to the interview. But if he, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to be his consigliere. I'm going to be his consultant. You say, hey, look, you need somebody in your corner that's not sycophant. You need a guy that's got to tell you, after the video runs, there's no pausing. The band takes the stage while the video's running. Like, you get so many holes in your show I can fix, just from an observational point. Do I want him to fix them? No. Kind of. No. Kinda, imagine what he could do with it. Tighten that show up? No. Imagine what he'd do if I tried to tighten his show up. Because he loses his mind right now. If it, if it had some... I'd be like the Gordon Ramsay to his show. You've got too many dead spaces. There's too much Corey Feldman in the Corey Feldman show. Would you do it for free? Yes. You got the job. I would do it for nothing. I'll tour with them, take notes, and then, like, put up a better tour. Why are you running military operation cartoons with what's going on in the world? What's wrong with you? Donkey. Just thought it would be cool. It isn't cool. <laughs> you had those Hamas tanks rolling in that city, and then they got blasted with rainbows. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't bring up the war. Why is George Floyd 
The only social commentary on your box set. <laughs> like on the cover of the box set, it's Corey's face, two sexy angels, a guy playing guitar, and George Floyd with a gun to his head. Or a George Floyd protester with the words, I can't breathe. Come on, Corey, come on. So I will definitely Gordon Ramsay this thing. Concert nightmares, we'll call it. And yeah, Corey, you were going to sign that for free no matter what. There's uh... a... <laughs> Who's that? Harry is dressed oh, as Jonathan Hannibal Lecter at the end. Oh, that's he, Kwan. That's short round. Yeah. Oh, that's the crew. Yeah. That's the, that's the Goonies? This is, this is the gal who, the, the gray-haired gal is the gal the who cheerleader? contacted me. That? Oh, yeah. she's the one who contacted yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. She uh, runs his website, apparently. Short round Feldman, some lady and a couple Can of fans. Can we get Corey a Taylor? Corey Taylor? Let's get him Corey Taylor. That's Rudy in the center. <laughs> Sean Astin. It is? Is it? Jesus, the Goonies. Is that the cheerleader broad between them? Yeah, yeah. I think oh, so. Oh, God. The Goonies aged poorly. <sighs> Man. Feldman's yeah. the best looking one in the Goonies. All right, anyway, Feldman, you were going to sign that for free. You do our Christmas show. I, I can't, it was going to be Caliendo. We had Brad Williams. I, I, it's canceled. And you'll pay him, too, right? Oh, I mean, are you like kidding okay. me? I'll pay him what I was. Here's the deal. <laughs> the station will pay. Corey, it's the biggest payday ever. If you put together, I'm going to offer him right now on the air 15 grand. Whoa. You heard me. There's no way he's pulling this kind of cake. 15 grand, Feldman, for you to do our Christmas show. One hour. Holmberg's Happy Endings featuring Corey Feldman's Christmas Spectacular. We'll pack the place. Feldman puts together an hour of Christmas songs. We sit, we drink, we have a good time, we watch That'll the Feldman. Great. And at the end, I'll go on stage and you can sign my box. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> let it be written, let it be done. The offer stands, Feldman. Balls in your court. Corey Feldman's deal. Super Jewish Christmas Spectacular. That's what I want. Whoa. All of it. But you got to open with Comeback King. Yeah. That's happening. <laughs> and the videos, too. And, and the videos got to run to yeah. open. Yeah. All the stuff that gets you going. I want the bubble machines. I want the flags. I want all the. I want every. Oh, yeah. you guys got We're for 15 grand. You can go on Amazon Full and get set. a couple more bubble machines. <laughs> and I want a confetti gun that and goes laser. further into the crowd than the first row. That confetti gun was oh, pathetic. Oh, yeah. Those were just like party those party City. poppers. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Party. And you almost New shot Eve. somebody in the face with it. I don't. No, nobody <laughs> got hit with anything. Those confetti things barely made it to the front row, which is three and a half feet from the stage. It, it kind of was like a, it's like a 60-year-old guy, you know, finishing. It just kind of dribbles out. Like, it's like a pu- it puked out a little confetti. Are you going to kick in some, for some props for him, some proper props? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh, that's for 15 grand. Grand. 15 yeah, grand. Come on. He right, puts okay. the show together. All right. Offers out there, Feldman, because you didn't sign my box. You don't have to buy, you know, the only thing you'd have to do is upgrade the confetti machine. Everything else has got bubble machines. Well, the bubble machines need a little boost, too. flags. One bubble machine looked like me in my room. He just needs a metal yeah. bar for the damn flag. Yeah. No, the, the flag was fine. It needs a fan that's stronger. No, I no, wanted no, no, to have no. a metal bar that holds the fan I watched the flag him. out. I watched him put the flag in and then turn the fan up one about 10 minutes later, and that was what did it. It was on low. It, the fans need to be on high. Saxman should have known that, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was up there rearranging. Look, guys. We'll, we'll that's get, up to them. That's where my Gordon Ramsay uh, concert nightmares comes in. <laughs> Why would the fan ever be set on low, Saxman? <laughs> I didn't notice it. Right. You're not doing your job. Do your job. Yeah, Corey and the band with Chappelle. Dave Chappelle hanging out with <laughs> the gang. <laughs> Feldman. Wow. 15 grand, Feldman. 
Sign my box. Do a Christmas show for us. Holmberg's Happy Endings featuring Corey Feldman's Jewish Christmas Spectacular. So many dichotomies No, it's perfect. (laughs) It's so perfect it hurts. You can't even wrap your head around it. It's meta. It's it's direct. It's all of it. That's a great way to put it. (laughs) Santa's comeback. (laughs) Santa is the comeback king. Change a couple of the lyrics. Like, take your songs. I don't even care if you do Christmas classics. Christmas up your tunes. Christmas up some Feldman. The Chimney King, the Come Down King. I don't care what you call Jesus him. Jesus is supposed to be the comeback king. Right. But he's Jewish, so Jesus isn't divine. Doesn't ah, matter. Okay. Jesus didn't come back. That's the whole, that's the. That's where we split. <laughs> They're like, he didn't do that. What about the Goonies Good Enough song? The dreidels are good enough or something? Uh, or well, yeah. <laughs> Man. Dreidels. Yes. We can drop that. Right. Yeah, because that's the Cindy Lauper one, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, for the hour, you can cut that. Gelt, Gelt is good enough? I don't know what it is. Look, I'm not following along. All I want is Feldman to do the Christmas show. Anyway, good luck, Corey. I'm counting on you. Hopefully this message gets to you through that lady that's the intermediate between us. If you, if you, Toledo, you can give him my number on that. I don't know how the DM Whoa. thing works. Yeah. All right. It's like, give me a call, Corey. I got an offer. I'm putting the offer in. I don't even care if Coleman wants it. It's going in his, it's oh, going in his it. facility. Wait a minute. You're presenting Coleman with an offer to make money? <laughs> it's a good point. It is the Jewish Christmas spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Coleman's in. He's in. The We Three Comeback Kings. Yeah. We Three Comeback Kings. There you, there you go. go, Brady. Well played. We're the three. The three Comeback Kings. <laughs> How do you rhyme anything with frankincense? Doesn't matter. Your songs Her? don't rhyme anyway. Yeah. We just brought you, brought you three things. <laughs> I'll rewrite the lyrics. Let me rewrite your songs for Christmas. Oh, that's and more then, work for you. No, oh, I'm, I'm willing do to do it. <laughs> I am willing to do it. Feldman, it's out there. You heard With me. With ChatGPT. Oh, ChatGPT could turn Corey Feldman's songs into Christmas classics. Here, Corey, I rewrote all your tunes. Three comeback kings? What? Just do it. 15 grand. You've never seen this kind of money since Lost Boys. Put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah, do some of those. Yes. I want you to cover this. I want oh, you to do... He's got to do Hermie. Yeah. Yeah. We're a couple of misfits. <laughs> I'll do that with you. There you go. Not We're a couple it. of nitwits. You can fire me. I quit. Seems we don't fit in. All right, ghouls. How much would you pay for this? Don't start asking that. <laughs> hey, What's the matter with you? <laughs> Let me handle this. You sit down. You just you just email Feldman. God damn it. I just got that friggin' Comeback King song come out come of my back, head. Comeback King. You ain't messing nothing. Take my money, John. Just, just take yeah, it. Just take it. You're going. And also, I need the fans to just sit back and shut up. Like, you're not part of the show. It's like a movie when you yell at the screen. I don't need that. Sit back and watch. You're not going to be more entertaining than what's on stage. Please have Lerner and Rowe write go. up whatever you. legal we need. And don't go through your lawyers. <laughs> it's a comeback. I'm the comeback. Comeback king. I am missing. Missing nothing. If it's going to go into And we get Big Jay Ogerson's here next week. He and Soder have been on this longer than I. Golden bear. Yeah, see? Nobody knows what he's saying here anyway. Because when you reach for the door, they're going to bruise it. You're up to I don't know what you're saying. So we'll, we'll rewrite that. What is he coming back from? Uh, 30 years of not getting it done. 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> anyway, so that just happened yesterday. I got excited about it. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters. Hooters wings, cold drinks, and fresh baked goods. Uh, that's right. Tomorrow, Phoenix area Hooters, all of them. Or actually, today, I'm sorry. Today, uh, a bake sale benefiting breast cancer research. Uh, you stick around for the hot wings and the cold drinks and do nice things at Hooters. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month over there at Hooters. So they're doing all sorts of stuff. Buy a calendar. You're helping that cause. You go to their bake sale. You're helping that cause. Uh, you're dropping some money in their little uh, bins over there. You're helping the cause. Hooters is doing great things for Hooters and you. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reporter. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. It's also National No Bra Day. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, in most cases. Well, yes. Not in America. <laughs> European No Bra Day. How about Hot Girl No Bra Day? How about if you can touch your... Boobs with your pants. Just by lifting your waistband oh, up a little bit. No. If your bra touches your pants, like if your boobs touch your pants at all. Keep the bra on. And you can, st- and it's still not past your belly button? Right. There you go. If you can put a nipple in a belly button, it's bra day. That's still giving a lot of leeway. But That is a lot all of right, leeway. Let me go the other way. If you can take your nipple and... and Put it in, in a nostril. Ear. There you go. <laughs> if you can fold it into a nostril. And don't say, well, my cans are so big. They're way too pliable. If your cans are huge and in shape, you can't push a nostril. You could tuck it around the side and it looks like there's a mole on your back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If a doctor looks at your areola and says, these have to come off, I think you've got skin cancer. Brady's right. But if you can take your boob and fold it up and put your nipple in your nostril, it's bra day. If you can't, you're like, oh, my God, I can't do it, and they're still huge. You've got great cans. My boobs don't go in my nostrils. Because you can't fold them up. They're, they're taut. A couple of baseless fun facts. Brett pointed out a woman that we, we all know that has fake boobs that are still sagging. We yeah. can't figure well, it out. I've never yeah, seen she, that before. Never either. Like, she's got saggy fake cans. How did you do that? <sighs> you just tell the doctor to put it in the bottom of the sack? <laughs> Here, I've already got an ample amount of skin. Just drop one in the bottom. Let's make them like sandbags. I want to anchor my chest to my hips. <laughs> she used a picture of a lady in the 1800s. This is what I want. I don't know what she did. <laughs> but saggy fake boobs are, I don't know what you were thinking. More than 99% of all organisms that have ever lived on Earth are extinct. Wow. There's uplifting. <laughs> We're on the way, folks. Matter of time. There was a radioactive tonic called Radio Thor, sold in the U.S. from 1918 to 1928. It promised to cure lots of issues, including impotence, but it killed people who drank it. Oh. They were buried in lead coffins to keep the radiation from spreading. They yanked the tonic from the shelves. I was going to say prior to the FDA or what? Eh. We tested out a lot of stuff back then. (laughs) One good thing about, uh, well, there's a lot of good things, but another good thing about Friday the 13th. (laughs) Name two good things before, other than what you're about to read. It's a Friday. (laughs) Okay, that's nice. And? The start of the weekend. Okay. Well, that's the same thing as it's a Friday. And this one, second one, it's the biggest day of the year for tattoos. Today? Yeah. Wow. Really? That's odd. So you're taking that hep C risk. 
on Friday the 13th. <laughs> hmm. You can boost your heart rate. Don't and listen to this story. Percent Don't do it. Just by parallel parking. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you shouldn't parallel park if you've got the HPP meds. I'm the worst at that. I'm actually kind of good at it. What I'm bad at, and oh, by the way, also at Marquee Theater, the, the, the parking spots are real narrow. And the dude that parked next to, like, had that I was pulling into, he had a huge truck and he was barely inside his line. Yeah. So I put my Jeep in there and I was in the lines too, but they were very close together. I, I'm not a very good, like, straight up parker because I'm just, I don't know why I can pay you attention. Just whip into the spot. Kind of whip in, and I'm like, that was bad. I know I'm bad at it. You don't correct? I do most of the time, but like, sometimes I don't. If I'm in the lines, it counts. Totally. I, 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 no matter if you're even kind of sideways, like I'm in the lines, you can't complain. So I came back to my car and I thought I had like a flyer for a local band. <laughs> this is the car that said you park like an asshole. <laughs> like he's not. Was wrong. he gone already? Yeah, he got out. My buddy Chris is a big guy. He's like after six, the practicing people, he left. Yeah, it was like he's or like whatever six three two twenty five. Uh, he's he's Caitlyn Jenner size. He got in and out of the Jeep just fine from the passenger side where that guy parked like an asshole. This 28-year-old woman in Florida was arrested this week after she was caught driving a Dodge Charger, which was painted the same black and bronze paint scheme of a Florida highway patrol car. Even had a light bar. At first, the woman claimed she bought it that way, but then she admitted that she was a security guard and she had the car wrapped like like that on purpose. Huh. Um, she said she fell in love with the color scheme. She also admitted that she added the blue and white light bar on the car's roof. She was charged with imitating a Florida Highway Patrol marked unit, misusing a dealer plate, driving a vehicle with no registration. <laughs> so she went part it. of the way and just yeah, and then like, all right, <laughs> you should see the picture of the car. It is. I'll pull it up. By the way, they did. Sorry, it's the worst. Moment. It was a study that was on the parallel parking. They had people do it. <laughs> Struggling. And the blood percentage shot up that way, their heart rate. Sure. Made that very clear. We'll change it up since Toledo's checking on something. <laughs> oh, I'll uh, help you back in two seconds. I just had him go get me a soda because I've uh, got post nasal drip and I'm very dry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thought he was going to the tape. Now I got that weird thing going where you get a little sore throat from it. He's got to keep drinking. And now it's time for some science news. Probably COVID. Mo has COVID. She's not coming. Oh boy. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Hogan here with your science news. Hey, oh, boy. Because of the COVID. Oh, boy. I'm susceptible. <laughs> I'm high risk. <laughs> well, I've got four Band-Aids on my arm from hmm. all the vaccines. I got everything. All right. You're Dr. Kelsey. If you haven't heard, there's a big solar eclipse tomorrow. We're going to get the full Monty, too, here in Arizona and Nevada. I won't see it. I'll be in a casino. Me, too. I will not be outside for this. Nope. Yeah, there's a good chance we won't because it will be a full eclipse at uh, 915. If I want to see stuff disappear in Vegas, it'll be my money and the Copperfield show. That's it. (laughs) I'm not going to go stare at the sky. Great. I got my roommate back, by the way. What? Dopey over here. What happened? Uh, I had him kicked out. 
Then he starts hitting me up with these sad sack emails yesterday. So any chance there's a Sarah McLaughlin in the back? Sweet for me. I don't know. I thought you had your own baller. So now he's in my two bedroom suite again. I wanted a roomie. <laughs> he wanted to celebrate. He hit me hard the other day. He was like, "Not for an anniversary." I'm like, "Oh no, he wants to spend time with." Me. It's like when your dad's dying or something. You just, All right, I'll do this. Send him a, pic- I send him a picture right? of Torp. Yeah, these would be those moments. Yeah, he's been through a lot this year. These are those moments oh, where after Brady dies, you're wow. like, yeah, these what are those. Dick. These are those moments what where, like, when Brady dies, I'll be like, I'm glad we had that weekend. I'm glad I. I'm glad I. <laughs> Was the song playing when he when he called you in the background? Yeah, no. <laughs> so you don't want a room bunk up? Not really. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cheaper for yeah. both of us? Just for you. <laughs> I just figured for our anniversary you'd want to spend time with me. We don't talk anymore. You were wrong. <laughs> you, were, you were really, really wrong. <laughs> well, I wanted to spend time with you. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> you got all those comps. I know. <laughs> so he's that good one you did to Larry last time. <laughs> Well, now I know. Well, here's the problem: is that he I'm gonna, larried you? Well, I can't get now. I can't just get willy nilly room service without looking over. Going, right, exactly. what do you want? <laughs> what do you got? What are you getting, nugs? Yes, I'm getting my own nugs. <laughs> Where's the men- good? Where's the menu? Oh God, damn it! It's on, on an phone. iPad. I'll do it. We'll never figure this out. You're gonna be knocking on my door every five seconds. What do you want? Hey, comp? Yeah. Hey, is this comp? Do you want a tip? I got a. F- then he'll throw that stupid Finsky at me. Thanks. Uh-huh. I'm going to bed at nine, so keep it down. All right. Yep. Three back-to-back mash so episodes. Everything I was afraid of is going to happen because I went to try to get him another room, and they're like, "We can upgrade you to the big two-bedroom suite." And like, or or I was going to get a smaller room in order to accommodate him to have another room. I don't want a smaller room. I like the big boy room. We can give you the two-bedroom suite with the living room and the thing. Fine. Are you going to put the tape down the middle of the room so he's got his side and you got your side? But there is a chance I'm going to tape him to the bed and just lock the door. You don't want to bunk up? No. I'm going to wake up and walk out there. What is the racket? I open all the curtains. Put some pants on. (laughs) I wanted to watch the sun come up. There's an eclipse. Stare at it. Just stare at it. Figured for our anniversary, you'd hey, want to. Hey, you got to see this. By the way, last night I sucked in peg. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> so yeah, I got a roommate now. Because he's sad. He's Vegas sad. That's what I want to bring. I wanted to stay with you, though. What happened to Vegas, Dave? No, he never existed. That was my creation. <laughs> I thought you were trying to, like, encourage him. So I'm going to head to the casino. Wait a few and I'll go with you. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That'll be great. Let me put my song on. You're going to stand there and uh, play those machines? Yep. I'll stand right behind you the whole time and watch. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's everything everybody... Mush. That was Katero last yeah, time yeah. we went. Everything There's everybody loves. About, that's the rules. Katero's <laughs> and Mush? Oh, oh dude. <laughs> I've, I've never seen an ice cube like that. Oh. He never melts. <laughs> Never melts. He gets colder and colder. He's the Siberia of Vegas. So, uh, He's the winter warlock. Yeah. Room service took an hour and a half for breakfast. We should probably order lunch while we're eating this. Yeah, you call somebody 
This is the service. Because when it gets here, then if we start ordering lunch, it'll be here on time. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. You you getting that cabana playa? Yeah. I'm in on that. Yeah, of course. There's a Finsky. Here's a (laughs) Finsky. Here's another stinking Lincoln. Thanks, Brady. How much do you usually take to Vegas? 50? What? Dollars? (laughs) Yeah. Shackles. That girl was over by the bar. She was giving you the eye. Thanks, Brady. I saw that, too. So, uh... She says it's only nine roses. What? (laughs) Did you blow her? What? I blew her. (laughs) Can I borrow a Jackson? (laughs) You get that? You're going to need a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> I got just dropped a Hamilton on the roulette table. Roulette, right? Can people do that? What time you want to hit the M&M store? Because I'm famished. Whatever. How Roomy. did you not get a Resorts World room? Because it's right by the mall. I'm going to need Botox from all the eyebrow furrowing I do. <laughs> walk out to my kitchen and go, what happened to all the drinks? Oh, I hit that mini fridge pretty hard. Did they charge you for that? Yep. Here's a Hamilton. <laughs> we square? That's all I got. Okay. Two oh Finskys and a Hamilton. You brought $20? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a whale. Then we when we land on Sunday, I believe you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Look, not for nothing. Going through the bill. I did. <laughs> I, did I, I did tip on all five room services Saturday. <laughs> right. You ordered all five. You ate some of the nugs. Come on, you had some too. There, there will be a moment where I swear to God, I said it yesterday. I, swear, I will walk into the room and Brady will be just bloated in the corner and a, a wife beater and underwear, the sun kind of in his eyes, his barbecue sauce all over his face. Shut the door! I don't want you to see me like this. <laughs> oh my God. What happened? Are you drunk? I haven't had a drop. I've overdone it, man. Buffet. I was attacked by nugs. <laughs> the nugs just show up at the room and they're all comped. You got a gambling problem. <laughs> They'll comp everything. <laughs> this is your fault. Sorry. All right, go on, roomy. <laughs> your feet smell weird. Why are you in here? <laughs> you make me hungry. Yeah, that's what's doing it. <laughs> you sleep? in the talk? Hey, roomy. <laughs> yeah. The light's coming through the crack in the curtain. I can't fix it. Your room's darker. Those you mo- got the king bed. I'm getting in. Those mo- Can I miss? The TV. <laughs> yeah. If I wake up and you and Kirby are on my floor, I'm going to kill you both. <laughs> International Jihad Day. Hurry up. This dude was in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> we don't have a guest today, do we? No. Okay, good. You're good. And the uh, crash knocked his testicle up, up into his body. Ooh. I got a video for that Severe one. Severe pain. Oh, no. Damn it. Double tease. The same thing that happened to my uh, fraternity brother, Scummy Dick Douglas. He had his nut punched up into him? Yeah, from dry humping. Well, I had a, both of mine popped into me once. They fell late. What's uh, amazing about this, uh, the 80% of that accident of testicles going up into the are, are from motorcycle accidents. Oh, no. Scummy Dick Douglas had the thing where it pops up next to your wiener. This it is popped up into, into the cavern, thing. yeah. Not into because I've had to go up next. Like, it's a, way too high, and you well, can push it down. Well, the doctor had to basically reach up there and and pull it out, pull right? It out, and if it goes it. up higher than your pee pee, it'll lock. But oh. this is the one that goes into the all the way pelvic into hole. your abdomen, yeah. And then it swallows it, and it's yeah. not on oh. the outside. Be careful with your nuts, boys. And it happens uh, 
they say uh, in a recent case, the doctors first had to remove pooled blood from the man's groin and warm the oxygen-deprived testy until it could regain a normal, normal yeah. color. It's like a fish out of water. It starts to die outside of its sack. Then surgically reposition it. Hey, by the way, congratulations to uh, John Gordon. Our co-worker John Gordon is sitting on the table at Dr. Lynn's office right now getting his oh, nuts yeah. frozen and sawed off and soldered to the edges. All right, lay down. Let's take care of you. You look just like Homburg. All you look alike. <laughs> All your nuts the same. Little weird pink ball sacks. Okay, next. This is pretty amazing in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Um, Crystal this guy Lake. gets That's Crystal Lake, Jason Illinois. Right? Yeah. This guy gets a call about this kid had a DeLorean in the farm house. They have a little barn out back. It'd been there for 20 years. The guy, this guy restores DeLoreans, 1981 DeLorean. He goes, I'll go check it out. The guy goes there. They've had it um, in the barn sitting there for 20 plus years. Guy goes through this DeLorean. Everything's original. He's like, there was a barn rat because they found it, but Ooh. it didn't damage too much of the interior. So the interior is brand new. Whoa. Looks at the odometer, 977 miles. Oh, my God. What's it worth? Didn't say what it is, what it'll be worth when he... It wasn't Steve McQueen's it. at any point, was it? Because this know. has happened before. It was signed by Elvis in the glove compartment. <laughs> and his semen is everywhere. Anyway, it's yours. By the way, you know, roomy, we're having a party in that room today. What? Yeah. And guess what? Just like you with your mom fantasies, it's going to go all night. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> I'm going to reverse this roomy pro- I'm going to be the You'll problem. Get rid of him. I'm going to be. Gee, I should have taken that single room. You got a cot? I'll sleep in the hallway. These people are out of control. So you're going to be like Belushi, the thing that wouldn't leave? Just <laughs> I'm going to be the one that just keeps inviting people up. Let me just Keep say, it down! Let me just say, as one who's rooming up the road from you, inn's closed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No vacancies. <laughs> it's, it's, trust me. You guys Get will, up, Dom. You'll, Dom. Dom. You'll be at the party. Toledo, I need you to nope. open up. John's got some sort of a shindig going, and they stop room service too. I got nugs. You and Dom. We got the last call room service at 2P. <laughs> I want to come in and get a nappy pappy. So I got to do a nappy pappy around here. That guy just wants to drink and have people up to the room all day. Let me snuggle. Brett. Can I nest in your is, room, Khalil? Is taking up a lot of room in there? <laughs> <laughs> thought this was a boy's weekend. <laughs> I didn't know we were bringing sand. You hate the beach anyway. I know. I just need a place to lay my head. John's got like 30 whores in his room. Those are our listeners, Brady. Get in there, Brady. We are. We're having it. We're going to Shinedown. We're bringing everybody back to the room. And it's going all night. Sweet. That's right. Sweet is right. S-U-I-T-E. You got a noise problem in my room? Yeah, that's Whoa, right. In your, your own room. room. Oh, your room. Yeah, look at that. Oh. oh, I see how things are. <laughs> yeah, well, already took ownership. Maybe, maybe you're just going to fend for yourself once you get there. What do you mean the day of rates are six fifty a night? Sorry, you had your chance to you start getting mouthy. I'd like to make a noise complaint. What's the room, sir? Thirty zero zero two three. That's the room you're calling from. Yeah, the guy I'm rooming was being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like him removed from my suite. But don't take his comps away. I got nuggies on the way. 
All right, you got videos? Got a couple of radio right, videos. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait for the party tonight. Oh, it's going to be loud. And I want you to stay as long as you want. Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah, welcome to spend the night. All night long. All night. <laughs> Woo! Everybody go to Brady's room and stomp out his CPAP. <laughs> We're going to put barbecue sauce in your CPAP instead of distilled water. <laughs> it's not bad. It's okay. I'm going to start being able to breathe this like in the abyss. <laughs> the first one's a little uh, domestic violence. Yeah, three guys are fighting, and the one guy oh, has his girlfriend. We've seen that one before. We oh, have? Yeah. Let's see it. I don't remember. Science. No, there's science still going on. That's your science news! <laughs> <laughs> He's on this fire. is some hot dogging. Okay, we'll go to some hot dogging. Uh, let's, let's put an over-under on what time Brady says, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to say 3.30. Oh, no, way before. Oh, 3.30 oh. this afternoon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but halfway, halfway through the flight. The <laughs> yeah, okay. We're not even there yet. All right. Yeah. The, the, this I is ridiculous. Three th- he's going to be on a set jet home by five. Because the party before also in our room. And then shine down. Maybe you, take the, maybe you skip shine down and just take those three hours to nap. And then we're bringing it all right back. I got to go to the bathroom. We're bringing it all no, right back. We know back how it works with you. all going to yeah. go get a t-shirt. I'm going to the merch to check out merch. <laughs> yep. And then bring the Irish goodbyes. Yeah, he's on a bench out in the bus. <laughs> it's nicer out here. DJ's up in That's how you do it. You don't give him a key card to yeah. the room. No, because then he's got to be with me all the time. Oh, yeah. He's going to anyway. That's true. <laughs> he can hear us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Rumi. <laughs> hot dogging. Little hot dogging on a scooter. Oh, my God. No, it isn't. And there goes <laughs> That's just linear riding. There's, yeah, you know they, the wheels work. They missed the turn. They didn't oh, even they didn't lean. Even it was, like, that is just straight into a fence. That's suicide is what that is. Jihad day. No, I think it's Thailand. That also sucks. I think that was the Iron Sheik just crashed into a wall. Next one's a you jabroni fence. The police officer pit maneuvers the uh, Harley. Oh. Does it? Oh, this guy's on the run. He pits a Harley Davidson. He sure does. Leans him and spins him. He's... Whoa! Whoa! That you shouldn't be allowed to do. I think that's... I know. Oh, it's an older film. I mean, I don't three think years it was ever. Re- I think it was ever really something they should have done. I don't care that there was a better time, Brady. You're not supposed to do now that. that's how motorcycle. you do it, John. You tried to cover for Oh, no, that was back during the Clinton administration. We could run guys on motorcycles over. That's they, an explorer. They passed the law. Yeah, all the cars are somehow or another from 2020, but Brady thinks this is from a long time ago. I do like the IG, though. 1999 Grand Marquis. Man, oh, man. And the guy's got no helmet on, and he's not driving real fast. <laughs> oh, there's a right lawsuit. That, that, that body camera is wrong. That dude was wrong. I'm I'm all about the boys in blue, but that guy, that's a crucial error. The last one's a, a jump rescue. We've got yeah. a jumper. Four or five floors up? What is that? Got the uh, firefighter. It's, no, it's, yeah, I don't know. You can't lamp tell. Right there, oh, geez. Right? Yeah, because yeah, there's a street lamp. That's fourth floor. And he, oh, he's. Oh, that's the firefighter. Oh, oh, he crashed oh, oh, oh. He, he blew it and knocked her off of the AC. She unit. landed. She walked away. She's. Oh. It's, it sort of looks like oh, a. She sees him at the last second. It's. it's 
I'll be honest with you. It sort of looks like the blooper reel from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. This is another one. We we need the actual carnage, Brady. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this one ends right as she falls. Nobody filmed the ground. Brett, do you have a follow-up I'll on this? End. Yeah. She's still falling. Brett will close this one. That's the biggest street lamp I've ever seen. So, uh, John, I just pictured you walking into Brady's room. He's in his PJs and the back flaps open. Hairs and curlers. Uh, his hair is holding his, his piss pillow. Cucumber slices oh, on my eyes. Yeah. What are you doing in here? I can hear your CPAP three three rooms over. Now, I think this one here is going to be uh, Brady after a few too many cocktails and nugs in Vegas. <laughs> making out with it what is going to end up being a dude okay i forgot about that one. yeah that's a good one my nugs <laughs> that's a waste of her purse dude. that's a seafood buffet oh waste of good nugs guy puked right in a girl's mouth as he's kissing her <laughs> oh that he is out of control that's happening tonight and brady if you're gonna room with me you drink what i drink when i drink it you got Ooh, it kid that's happening Unless you want your own, unless you want your own room, either that or all the drinks I make, I'm making two, and we're drinking them at the same pace, same time. Wow, drink for drink, huh? If you want a room with me, you got a room with me. <laughs> there's regulations. Yeah, there's rules. Look at him; he's, he's hydrating. <laughs> no joke. Oh, I'm hydrating. I drink Some you hero drink. packs. When my when I dip, you dip. We dip. That's what I'm saying. Looks like I'm paying rack rates. <laughs> you know, these are better than rack rates. You can either get drunk and throw up all over the place or actually reach into your pocket and pay for a room. Your call. Okay. Because they canceled your free room now that you started dicking around with all Bring that. Bring on the shots. <laughs> <laughs> I had to text back and go, all right, we're done with the other room then. He doesn't want it. He wants to live with me. Oh, really? You had <laughs> yeah. a free room? Yeah. <laughs> what? They just said, does he need him? I'm like, nope, he's living with me. Yeah. He demands to live with me. Well, one of them big rooms, too. You got to do something up in Vegas to get these. <laughs> why, 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 when I can just live in yours? He goes I guess. to buffets. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> you got stuff in Vegas. You probably spend as much in the buffets as I do on the machines. Laser just text over, don't be a pussy, Brady. Thank you, Laser, finally. You son of a... Laser's not wrong. One for one. You ain't driving anywhere. You got no curvy responsibilities. Joe's farm market tomorrow morning isn't a thing. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever. Whatever it is you're doing on Saturday mornings at 4.30. It's a Buckeye game. Well, I don't care. You're going to be hungover for I'll be up for, for it. it. <laughs> You'll be. <laughs> You'll still be. And also, it, same rules I have for Megan in Vegas. No bitching. This is stupid. None of that. You're out. You're kicked out of the room. Landlord is not no, nice. No crossed arms, no frowns. Landlord Jeez. doesn't want to hear anything but, this is ridiculous. Can't even watch, but my head is killing me. Oh, I'm having the time of my life. Getting drunk is great fun. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Why does anyone Out of the way, Kovacs. It's a one for one. I want you puking and making out with a lamp. Wow, this chick's skinny. It's a lamp, don't tell him. <laughs> I want you mad the next day, but I want it internalized. Them's the rules, Rumi. <laughs> Sorry, Brett, go All ahead. Right, uh, here's a magic trick for you. <laughs> oh, 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 that was uh, canned air into his urethra. He's huffing. Oh! Oh, the dragon! Oh, <laughs> What's happening? What the? He put a bunch of 
He upside down canned air into his urethra. That can't be that real. That can't be real. Is that a thing? I don't know. And then he lit a lighter and he's doing it again. Oh, he puts a little tube in. Oh. <laughs> he's squirting some sort of propellant. Wow, that's a lot. Into his wing. Is that like lighter? He squeezes that? it and then it starts shooting out and he puts fire on it and he shoots fire on his wiener. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I see. Ah! He's got it to the side. What is wrong? He's got the mechanism to the side. Okay. On those. All right, I hope you're right. Yeah. There's Otherwise, no, he doesn't I don't see anything. No, he doesn't. hand. What are you talking about? He's not a breathing dragon. You don't want to believe that God wow. made this possible. John's going to do that in your room this You're going to do that in our room this week. <laughs> if Another I, rule. If I dip, you dip, we dip. Uh, Brady, this is called cocaine. <laughs> and I'll slide a hand that when you look up like you ate a powdered donut. I hate it. I didn't do it. I faked it. There's a drunk driver. Well, the aftermath. Oh, no. They're standing at some outside bodega. It looks like uh, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, 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 a car comes out of nowhere. Free nugs. He, ex- he accelerated. Ended Miyagi. And then another guy just comes by and goes, that's no good. Oh, oh, here's another oh, angle. With the portable my. AC. Yeah, Lay's got a portable AC them. sitting at a desk making... Concho keychains or something? That's because he just threw trash on the ground. Oh, is that why? Oh, oh. Karma? Is that the van that turned around? No, oh. that's the van that turned around. Oh, wow. <laughs> there it is. Wow. Wow. And this one wow. could be uh, wow. the aftermath of it. This guy loses his leg and is cranked in an accident. Oh, he's on a plane with us later today. I believe his name is Peg. Oh, oh, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood. There's his leg on a table by itself. All the way to the hip. Oh, my God. All the way to the hip. It's like a marketplace. Oh, it's just, it's it's like just his leg on a gurney. Now we're going over to the guy whose leg fell off. Let's take a look. All the way to the hip. Why is this head? Oh, I thought that was his head. Look at all the blood. Oh, my God. Did they say why this happened? No. Donate blood today. No. No, I'm not giving it to that guy. He's responding on his crank. Yeah. Oh, they are. They're sewing his penis back together. His penis fell off. Look at that. Wow. Triage. Appropriate. Oh, my God. What was that? He says we're going to save the small leg first. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that is our guy on the plane today. Peg will be on our plane. So, Peg. <laughs> you guys got an extra bunko in your room because it looks like I'm in trouble. I get hit yesterday. Any luck on that extra room? I'm like, yeah, you had your own. Do we have yeah, a sound you know what I'm talking about, like the suite. Oh, I see. Bougie. Do we have a sound system on the plane? No. Oh. Bring your DJ stuff. I could, because this will be the first song played. <laughs> there he is, everybody. Yes! They're loading him into the, st- the straps to put him in. And, and by the way, Peg, you're not first on the plane today. That's commercial airlines. If I get there, I'm getting on before you. Priority seating. Here comes Peg. We just saw him on the thing. The lights fell off and I was riding my bike once. Now we gotta wait 15 extra minutes to load you onto a plane. Peg. Again, that's two days in a row. Yeah, we gotta have Peg on there. That's his theme. Every time he hops into the room, all of us have to go. <laughs> and the Michael yeah, McDonald voice, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're knocking on the door. It's like, I think they're here, everybody. Everybody knows their role, right? We know what's going on. 
right, I'll go get it. Here he is. You know what we're doing. We'll be in. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, everybody. This is my friend, Peg. I only hear the Michael McDonald parts. I don't even sing the lead on that. All in 3D, all in movie. It is amazing. <laughs> so good. It's a song. Anyway, <laughs> Michael McDonald Quartet might be in the squares later today. All uh, right. It's 837. There you go. The videos are disgusting. and We're prepping for our night in Vegas, and I can feel Brady's energy has changed. <laughs> the drinking will be abundant. On the plane, you don't have to follow along. We'll be drinking on the plane. Oh, well, Ronnie's already sending us text messages. What'd she say? Don't you dare. Oh, no. Was she in on it? No, we have to take care of him. We have to take care of him. No, no, Ronnie. Absolutely not. Ronnie. That's why you're going, I don't Ronnie. normally say this to my friend's wives, but f*** off. No, he's an adult. You guys get to take care of him if he gets drunk. Nope. No. No. I'll let him yeah. wander the earth like kung fu. I don't care where he goes. <laughs> Remind everyone how old you are again, We'll Brady? see you, Kane. Yeah. Yeah, he's in his 60s, I think. This guy's fine. <laughs> Gotta take care of him. <laughs> when did I become the you know, power of attorney on this guy's life? He's when you, you became your... roomies. No, that's him on me. <laughs> he's the one glomming onto my world. He's got to take care of me. That's the price you pay as the as the freeloader. Guess you and Kirby better hit the road. Start driving. Yeah. You carpetbag. I don't have to take care of you. I just kick you off my train car. You're drinking with me, and you're drinking what I drink when I drink it. And you're not going to do that crap you did at Porkopolis where I saw you throwing it over your shoulder that time. Oh, I can't wait. It's happening. And you guys try to get me as drunk as you want. I drink like a fish. On it. Yeah. Oh, I'm seen, on it. I've seen you in Vegas. <laughs> like, that's that's not a competition. We're bringing Medea with us. She, yeah. She's a bartender, We're so gold. she's got this. You guys saw me at the birthday party over at, Nobody could keep up with that. Oh, yeah. That's that's I impressed good. myself that night. Brady's going to die tonight. You're going to die tonight, little boy. Friday the 13th. I don't want any more of these. It's happening. If we're in the room, you do as I do with the drinking. Lunch, you know, dinner. If we head over to Javier's and have some margaritas, you don't have to do it there. But in the room, while the party's going on, match for match, it's happening. We're going to miss the Shinedown show. I already oh, see this. He's not going to that. <laughs> I got to get it. I gotta get a nap and an exorcist, you dicks. <laughs> uh, there goes your Brady report. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. KUPD. Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98. KUPD. Oh, ticking down. Tick, tick, tick. Big 22nd birthday celebration up here in Vegas. Going to head over to that airport in a little while, hop on that private jet with Peg and the gang, and float on up there to Resorts World and share a room with Brady and have kind of fun with that. But somebody just brought this up, and this is happening. If Peg, our one-legged winner, is in the room and has a prosthetic leg, we're drinking out of it. All right. All right. Sure. <laughs> Such conviction. Vegas is just not for you, but it's for you. 
It's our anniversary. You want a room with me? We're rooming, baby. But yeah, Peg, when uh, Peg gets going, uh, pops that leg off. We're pouring beers and vodkas and whatever. We're making drinks. We're going to mix some jungle juice in Peg's leg hole. Nice. <laughs> How about that? And you'll be first one to dip in, friend. Oh, yeah. Peg, if you're listening, bring your prosthetic leg. Clean your nub. Don't care. <laughs> we'll be fine. The hospitals in Vegas, the things they've seen people ingest, they'll fix it if Peg's got something crusty or weeping hanging off the bottom of that. Oh, I can't wait. We're just a few hours away. The big, finally, it's happening. Finally, all this talk, all this planning. And I'm not kidding. Over a year of getting everything together, getting times, getting you know stuff straightened out. And cannot tell the folks at SetJet, thank you enough for being accommodating, uh, cooperative, and just absolutely cool as ice with us. On our crazy, goofy adventure up to Vegas. This, this, the neatest thing in the world on this trip is the fact that we got SetJet involved and that they let us uh, uh, use one of their planes. I think that is spectacular. Awesome. It's, it's the, in my quarter century broadcasting, it's the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. I, I say this without a doubt. I've told Trip this, I've said everything else. I haven't had uh, uh, much bad. We've had a few bad events. I haven't been to a ton of them where I look back and go, oh, my God, what a disaster. This is by far the most response, the most fun, and, like, uh, just the most, uh, I don't know, exciting event uh, event we've ever done. As far as just the way we got the winners, the winners we got, uh, what's going to happen once we get on that plane. Resorts World was so cool to us. I mean, those guys couldn't. They bent over backwards. They're like, yes, we'll help you. This is an amazing thing. So thanks to them, um, Shinedown was really cool. Like, all we did was ask one time. Normally, you get with bands, it's like, we'll get back to you, talk to our manager. We asked them once, hey, is there any possibility at all that we can get tickets to the show in Vegas when we're coming up there for the morning show? Anything you want. We hit them with the number, and they're like, is that it? How about Thursday, too? You can go to both shows. Like, they came up with giving us more. So everybody who's been in on this thing, it's just been so cool. And it took a long time. And I have to say this. There's a person who uh, who put in a ton of time and absolutely zero dollars in on this, and her name's Kristen Lipstick downstairs. Kristen was a uh, you know just a machine of getting arranged everything we needed arranged. And Susan over and her everybody that did this, Ben, Larry, everybody who's behind the scenes on making this thing happen. It's been a long time to get us on this plane for, our, and it's just for our silly little birthday. Amazing, from uh, tour buses down to yeah. Tucson to, to private jets, and that's yeah. true. Yeah, and the cool thing about it was uh, everybody here, and it's kind of hard when you're in a situation where I'm like, hey, can we do something for the 21st birthday of the show? I don't like, so they wanted to do a big 20th anniversary year for us. I'm like, I don't like like big, like, look at us celebrations. Like, we, we're still doing the job. We don't need to start talking about it. But, you know. 21st birthday we could have a cool event came up with this idea a long time so basically like will you throw a birthday party for me or help me throw one for myself it's kind of a weird thing um but man did they jump and they got it done so especially Kristen, i've been on several uh meetings with her and everything else she got a lot of this stuff done for us and Kristen is awesome so thanks to the people that helped us with this it's going to be great and i cannot wait as long as the plane makes it and that's all like you know you always have to take that risk when you're floating around at twenty five thousand feet that it doesn't make it all the way. That's it. That's all I really, you know, that's all I'm really hoping for. I'm probably going to come back without Brady. Because the streets are going to swallow him up. I'm staying. I'm a child of the streets now, you guys. We're going to get some ayahuasca. If I do ayahuasca, you're doing ayahuasca. And we're going to introduce Brady to a Vishnu. 
I've seen some stuff, man. I am moving. I'm moving to India because I'm one of them. I'm going to work at Discover Card. Him and Kevin are going to be roommates? I'm polytheist, and Kevin and I are going to be a... <laughs> Kevin, it's nice to meet you. You are my new roommate, my friend. What I drink, you drink. Chai tea? <laughs> I've been down this yeah, road I before. I know what goes on here. You're going to give me drugs. <laughs> and make me put stuff in my mouth I don't like. And that's hard to do. So, anyway. Drinking out of the fake leg and then smelling the nub has to be... So, John, President John just said, if that happens... And I know you're not supposed to have cameras up there, but if that happens, that's going on Instagram. <laughs> Brady drink, drinking a, a shot of tequila or a, not even a shot. The nub's too big. Like, he's got to drink a full, like, tall boy of vodka soda or something or Jack and Coke out of the nub and then give a good old. And then, oh, you know what we'll do? A margarita out of the nub, and then Brady's got to lick the salt off the end of the nub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could bring this, too. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, yeah. We're going to head for these Ego brunch in a right. jar. Grab some uh, sipping right. cream. All right. I got go to go to Total Wine today anyway. Get so some of Brady's. Brady's. Oh, don't act like you're not going to just crush you're gonna, that. You're going to crush that Ego brunch in a jar. We're the ones who go to Ego creamy sipping cream. You are going to love this. Waffle syrup cream liqueur. <laughs> you are going to love that. It looks delicious. Don't you bleh that. It's waffles in a jar that they've liquefied. That is built for your face should be on that. That should say boss sauce. <laughs> that should not at all be ego related. That is you. If I looked at you and didn't know you and then go buy that guy a, uh, something to drink, I'd be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I found this. I think that dude will like it. Oh, he's like, we've known each other for 22 years, Rumi. Sex on a beach. In okay. fact, I'm going to contact all the winners. And I'm going to say, everybody bring one mason jar of uh, sipping cream for Brady. <laughs> I want Brady so addicted to sipping cream that he goes to restaurants and asks, Do you have any sipping cream? What the hell is that? Uh, Ego, liquefied, little syrup, and some liqueur. Come on, man. It's brunch in a bottle. You want me to liquefy waffles and then pour alcohol in there? Sipping cream, like I said. No, we don't have that. Ah, what kind of establishment is this? I'll never come back to Steak 44 again. Anyway, thanks to everybody. Honestly, Set Jet, Tom up there, uh, again, uh, there were zero walls. It was just us trying to get our times right, and we got it. So it's happening today. I'm very excited. And it is our 22nd uh, birthday, so happy birthday to the boys as well. I mean, it happened a month and a half ago, but still, this is the date we had because of Steelers by week. Well, guys, we're always late. That played a huge part, too. Steeler bye week. When is it? Can we arrange that? And it just all happened to work. So it's perfect. October 13th, International Jihad Day. We're going to Vegas, boys. <laughs> I just got my first news alert that said uh, American cities be on high alert. Even though, there's, like, look, it's noon in New York. It's like 7 p.m. in Europe. Right? Yeah. If they haven't jihaded by now, they're not going to. But that's what a jihadist would want you to think. So basically, we're getting to the West Coast and Alaska and Hawaii, and then it's over. And global jihad days, nothing to worry about. But there, I just got my first little banner that said American cities on high alert for jihad day. Oh, f- great. So keep your eyes open for a jihad. Like I do that every day. 
<laughs> my eyes are all, I'm kind of, you know, temperately aware of a jihad every day. I'm like, I, will, I, I won't be like, what's this then? I'll pretty much know when I hear Al Akbar and gunshots. Oh, jihad. This is what they're talking about. And I'm just asking the jihadists listening, don't. Just please don't. I am calling for a national calm the f*** down day. Everybody settle down. Nothing happened here in Phoenix. I know you're angry about something else, but there's a lot of problems in the world. If we rose up every goddamn time, we'd never stop. Quit it. Uh, we got an entertainment drill coming up in just moments on Jihad Day. Let's find out what Brady's got next. It's 98. It's out of control now. If anybody was meant to cover a song about cats, it's Pantera. I mean, their name is Cat-like, or of the cat. Uh, it's Cat Scratch Fever right there. Pantera. Uh, it's 9.23 here in the morning sickness, and it's time once again for Brady to entertain us before we get into that beautiful Guadalupe Squares, and then on to our set jet to Las Vegas. Very exciting day. Uh, the entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And if you want to get in, I, I, I'm not sure I haven't heard from Josh and Jay yet. I know Josh was at a concert last night, so he's probably not up. But uh, about the uh, the women's only self-defense course that they got uh, going on right now, they, they told me it's, it's December 2nd and they were selling fast. And it's for everybody. It's for uh, the general public. It's open to everyone to sign up and be part of this. And if you're a woman who is thinking about it, stop thinking about it. Like I just said, I just got an alert that said, watch out for jihadists. I saw a video of a guy and it frustrates me. Because I know it's easy for me to say, but he's being led down the street with a, a, a dude with his arm around his neck, and he's just got a gun in his hand. And I'm like, do you know how easy it is right now to at least beat up that guy? With any training at all, the dude who's holding you, you can take his ass out right now. Now, again, the video doesn't show that there's probably 15 or 16 other dudes with guns around. I don't know what you do in that situation. Sometimes it is futile. But... You never know when somebody's going to do a jihad, evidently, because I just got that stupid alert on my computer screen saying we're on high alert for jihads, which we always should be. Uh, have something in your back pocket. Ladies, that uh, self-defense seminar, is it's immeasurable what it does to your brain and body and shows you exactly what you're capable of. You don't ever have to feel weak, even if you do a little bit like, oh, I could never overpower that guy. Go overpower a guy and realize, you know what? I can do a lot more than I thought. It's amazing. I've been to these things. I've watched these women go from kind of mousy and a little bit afraid to by the end of it being so empowered. Uh, it's actually motivating. Uh, check it out. If you want to be part of this, reactdefense.com. They do it every single day, but these seminars are absolute crash course and what they do at React Defense Daily. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, that is where you go. It's reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Jennifer Aniston and John Hamm really let go during a sex scene. They, in the morning show, evidently, and the they did it. Twitter has lost its mind over it. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter users complimented Jen's physique. She looks great for her age. I've never been an Aniston fan as far as, like, I thought she's okay. But her body is spectacular. She's kept it together. One person commented, I'd put, uh, I'll put collagen in my coffee if I can have a body like that. They think it's collagen that's doing it or hard work? I don't know. They just think she's got good <laughs> is collagen. Is that what it is? That's what it takes. And go ahead and put collagen in your coffee. She's not ingesting it. She might get it shot into her face here and there. But Last-minute advanced screenings of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. 
movie rolls out this weekend. Um, a theater in Burbank said some of its Thursday shows, because the big hype is there's 100 million already pre-sold yeah. tickets. This uh, theater in Burbank said some of its Thursday shows had sold four to 12 seats. Four to 12? Yep. They're saying... Uh, they, they closed they the freeway to... by the Grove yesterday because people were driving up to see her. And four people bought tickets to the movie? For the advanced screenings. Oh. They had all this hype to be able to do that. They thought, that's interesting. Interesting indeed. But I, you know, just because there was four to 12 there Maybe last night, one it theater. pre-sold 100 yeah. million. That's going to say. Maybe in one theater. They had one thing they're reporting like she's a failure. Taylor Swift, I, I'm not but a fan, Tay-Tay, but Taylor Swift ain't failing. Tay-Tay wants you to uh, enjoy the show, wants people standing up and dancing in the aisles. I'll tell you this. I think with all that's, Singing. Going, all that's going on in the world right now, Hamas is mad about gods and this is and that's and this religious stuff that's bouncing around. In the United States, like we pointed out earlier, you get rid of our nuggies, we're going to start fighting back. You go after Taylor Swift, Hamas. You're going to have all the United States up your ass, no matter what religion it is. I, I the way I'm, well, not well, me, but me neither. <laughs> but it's a it's a big enough army. Oh yeah, of broads with their claws out. You go after that basic woman. Other basic ladies are coming after you, and we've got hundreds of millions of those. I, that's one you don't mess with, and It'd be the fastback brigade. <laughs> <laughs> That's the special unit. That's right. <laughs> the very average assless American right. woman will be coming after you, Hamas, and they won't even care about why. Don't you mess with Taylor. That is a that she is a sacred cow right now. The, the, even last night they felt obligated during the football game. We gotta bring it up. You really don't. But they did. A lot. New York Post put a list together of the ten worst horror sequels of all time. I'll give you the top five. Most of them. Horror again. The worst yes, horror, horror sequels. Yep. Exorcist 2. That's got to be. Is cool. number four. It's the Heretic, horrible. 1977. Then Exorcist 3. Uh, nope. No, it's pretty awful too. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2 was oh. number five. I never watched the original. Everybody made such a big deal about it. And, and The only reason I thought it was cool is because I got a, an advanced screening before I knew what it was. Because the producers came, that was when I was in radio, the zone, and they're like, "We've got a new thing." These these kids did this documentary, and I didn't know what it was. And we watched it. And I'm like, "Is that what? What did I just watch? What's going? Is that a thing?" And so I was kind of interested in it. And then when you found out, oh no, it's just a copy of a movie called New Jersey Devil. Number four was The Exorcist. Two. Number three, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> When you get into the uh, sevens and eights right. and stuff, yeah, that's going to make the I think if they'd have done Jason Takes Broadway, it would have been better. Number two, Leprechaun 4, In Space. Sure. Well, two and three were gems, but man, when they got <laughs> right. to four, they kind of ran out of ideas. And, and what a fool I felt like standing in line for four, for three <laughs> hours, because everybody thought that was going to be the next empire. Number one, Jaws, The Revenge. Was that three or two? That's I think so. four, I think. That might be four. What's That's four, it, The yeah. 3D one yeah, that was Dennis Quaid yeah. and Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. is brutal. 87? Yeah. That might have uh, been three. No, that's four. Cause, is it? Yeah, 3D was like mid-80s. Here, I'll pull Jaws it. Jaws 3D was Quaid and Gossett. And it, and then, okay, the reve- that's Jaws right, because Revenge is the son of Jaws or uh, is uh, follows yeah, the Jaws Brody is- family to Florida. Yeah, and uh, Ellen is still in there. That's right. Ellen's in it. That's right. Ellen Brody takes the family to Florida because the shark's harassing her. And so she moves to another beach 
All she had to do was go like 80 feet inland. <laughs> she moves to another beach. And Son of Jaws. Yeah, moved to Nebraska. Yeah, Son of Jaws finds her. I have seen that one. And it is, it's laugh, it's Feldman good. It's laughably entertaining because what they're asking you to believe is in that giant ocean, the shark's kids are vengeful. Under. So the shark's a stalker, basically? Yeah, and okay. finds them in Florida by oh. smell or sight. I don't know. They bump into each other. Right. I mean, you know, what are the odds? He's, I gotta watch that. He's a mob shark. I don't know. I think I've been watching you. I see you down here in Naples. You thought you got away, but you're wrong. Is that that pesky shark? Yes, I'm one and the same. I am the same shark. Come out, come out. Come out, come out wherever you are. Very angry at you. (laughs) Very angry. You blew up my, what you didn't think it was, but it was my mom. I'm not a barrister. Yeah, I'm I'm, no. I'm I'm a counselor. (laughs) The shark followed us to Florida. That's right, because your husband, he was mean to my family and mean to yours. The Halloween franchise is getting its own TV series. <laughs> oh, God. Plot details haven't been <laughs> announced. Oh, but no. it's expected to launch a new cinematic universe. It didn't already do that with the first 15 of those? Yeah. It's not necessary. And you're not going to watch it in April. Uh, Jonathan Goodwin was that dude that was injured in the... Horrific accident while rehearsing a stunt for America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, do that. Yeah. That. He's suing the show now, um, saying that NBC cut corners when it came to safety. Wasn't it his stunt? Yeah, that's what I. But didn't he Goodwin bring all says the, stuff? the network and the show's producers kept encouraging contestants to perform bigger and more dangerous stunts. Right. While cutting corners on safety to save money. That's called entertainment. You can do this stunt, but we're not going to give you any money. Is that how it went yeah, down? And what, yeah, what to, for the equipment? You said that was your problem. Was okay, and then you did it. He dislocated his spinal cord. But I don't know how lost that his left kidney, suffered third degree burns, fractured his legs, ribs, shoulders. He'll be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. And that is why we watch Daredevils. And you can see the accident again it's <laughs> yeah. on the internet if you're interested. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the guy that he had the accident, but the reason you were doing death-defying stunts for our amusement and entertainment was because there's a chance it wouldn't work. That's why we watch. And when it doesn't, we all feel bad, but then we realize that was part of the uh, draw. I don't understand that. I'm going to put myself in peril, and then if it goes wrong, I'm going to blame other people for it. But you're the one who said, I am a daredevil. <laughs> if your card says daredevil on it, you can't complain when it goes south. I don't remember Evil Knievel suing Caesar's Palace for fountains being too high. Look, Those are a little higher than I thought they were. I don't remember him suing the National Parks. What do you Parks. need for the landing? Yeah. Uh, 80 feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he suing the National Parks when he tried to rocket over Snake Canyon, and it was a monumental disaster. He lands at one and continues into the underground garage. That was at the Astrodome. Oh, my <laughs> that was the gosh. One where it's like they had the ramp go like, you've got like two feet of mistake here, and then you're just shooting out of the stadium. <laughs> I can do that. Evil was so drunk, he didn't care. Evil should have sued Strohs, because I think that was what was powering him. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's 934. Oh, my God, it's 934. Let's get our contestants. We need a girl. We need a boy. 
Oh, boy. And I'm asking you, uh, what do you want for this? I'll tell you exactly what you're going to get. Because I've got a golden ticket. A big fat no on our uh, attempts to get you on the plane, but we'll give you tickets to something else. You got uh, anything else? How about that Maynard party with the oh. perfect circle, Pussifer, and... Primus. Primus, yeah. Okay. The Maynard 60th birthday. How about that? You get tickets to go see uh, Tool's lead singer without the rest of his band doing Perfect Circle, Pussifer, and, of course, Primus, who I want to see something fierce. That's a great show. We'll give you those tickets. You can celebrate 60 years of Maynard with Maynard uh, if you get through the gauntlet that is known as the Guadalupe Squares. The phone number is 585-9800. We need a girl. We need a guy. The squares are next. It's out of control now. I tell you about React Defense all the time, and we got it happening in our parking lot as we speak right now. Friday the 13th, uh, some jackass in our parking lot in the middle of the day, evidently trying to steal out of the cars. Hey, you cheesed the jihad, Johnny. Yeah. You brought it down. It's, on us. it's our jihad. Uh, anyway. Officer Peter Griffin has them, and it's okay. Oh, <laughs> He's got him on the side. But right there in our parking lot, in the middle of the day, this dude was trying to open up car doors in our parking lot. And uh, Bob Weaver downstairs screamed like a lady and called the cops. Is it Listen. our U-Haul guy? The the guy with the big wagon that goes oh, up that, and down? Oh, no, no, no. He didn't have any cart. Oh. No, we see some. No, stuff. he cool. He cool. <laughs> this, this new cool. But, yeah, the uh, cops got him down. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun to watch right here in our parking lot. But yeah, evidently, it wasn't just enough to go, hey, asshole, what are you doing? He's after your Feldman stuff. That's what I'm worried about. I still have my box set in my Jeep. Oh. I get a lock, lock, and double lock. Well, you're having lock issues this No, I was having horn issues. The lock's fine. Gotcha. I should set the horn off while the cops are out there. Oh, God, that would be pretty great. Then you can't get it I didn't it do it, man. <laughs> yeah, and then it wouldn't stop. And I got a noise ordinance ticket. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's time now for your Guadalupe Squares. Mo has the COVID again, which is why it's hard to have women in the workplace. They're always sick or taking days off. It's, it, she's got to hold a record around here for that. She's, she's taking more days off from yeah. sick or from sick yeah. than any of us. I didn't believe the VADES last week, but I think she's got I the VADES. She might have the VADES. <laughs> Vaccine aid's very possible. Well, let's get to it. Toledo will host our squares today in the absence of COVID, Mo. Uh, Toledo, take it away, Mr. Bergeron. In the upper left corner, it is our president, uh, Mr. Jihad. Biden. Let's get a jihad. No, jihad. 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 For jihad day. You should be no. locked down. Yeah, I'm on lockdown. Yeah, Mo was in here. You shouldn't no, be here. I shouldn't hear about that. I'm susceptible. You know, 150 years old is... How many times has Jill had it? Jill's had it five times. I've had it over 20. I still have it. Long, many times? Long haul. She's a doctor. You got it. Long haul COVID. Like my train rides from Scranton to D.C. that I still take every day. Yeah, like For my miles. job in the Senate. I don't know what I'd do anymore. Jihad. You yeah. want a jihad? My heart goes out to the people of the place oh, that's in be trouble. Careful. It's and then the other place. No, nope, I got it. Maryville? People over here. And the people over there. And I got them all taken care of. I'm sad for everyone. What did you do? That way do? I don't take a side. Oh. Except for Israel. Screw you, Palestinians. We're going to f*** your guys up with aircraft carriers. Yeah, you said it when you came in with a yarmulke. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm half Jewish. What's in America, be on high alert today. They're after our nugs. Oh, no. That's a good point. America's deep fried products are under jihad threat. You've been talking to Brady. I got this from a very reputable source. <laughs> Because all Wendy's are on lockdown. Nugs are on high alert. Oh, spicy nugs? Yeah. 
Watch out for the knocks. So good. Gonna watch out for your Gaza chicken strips over there at the Raisin Canes. Brady says the strips are angry. They're tasty. I believe him. <sighs> In the upper middle square. He's going with us to oh, Vegas. No. <laughs> it's OJ. Hello, X, formerly known as Twitter World. How are you? OJ Simpson here. X World Twitter. doesn't sound the same. X World is great. There's a strip club up here in Vegas called X World. I'm a big freak. Can't wait to get you up, Brady. Oh, oh. I can't wait, Jess. We're going to do jello shots out of bitches' cut up heads. It's going to be <laughs> outstanding. Sounds We're going to do some delicious. of Brady's brunch booze. Man, I don't care what anybody says. This is going to be a great weekend. I got my favorite radio show, The Boys from the Morning Show in downtown Phoenix. Coming up, going to hang out with me in Vegas. We're going to be doing jello shots out of heads. We're going to cut it up. We're going to cut a rug is what we're going to no. do. What? My, no. My fantasy football team did well last night. Man, <laughs> let me cut to the point real quick. Hey. hey. I'm just saying. Look, there's going to be a dude with missing legs and ladies with missing heads in the room tonight. I'll tell you what. We're going to have a great time. I'm so excited. Now, my money's on Brady. I can't come to you because I'm not allowed to leave uh, Nevada. But uh, when you guys get up here, I'm going to show you a good time. I'm going to have Peg hopping around that room on his leg. If someone were to try to get through Brady's neck, what would you say would be? Oh, what would I say? Chainsaw and then, like, uh, another chainsaw. You're going to burn that one chain on Brady's big thick neck. And uh, if you said, hey, you got to cut Brady's throat, I'd be like, where is it? I'm going to start cutting his shoulder and then I get to the head. Anyway, we're having a good time. Peg, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I wish I wish one of my victims was a peg. That would have been a much easier fight. For me. I can't wait to see you at the airport. Oh, I can't think it's so exciting to see you. Get excited about going up there and having Vegas on your side. I just can't wait. Yeah, he popping in the room. Peg! I can't wait to do the whole. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be great. I will keep it in my pocket. It's so great. It's such a oh, OJ's up in Vegas waiting on you, boys. All right. And tell the lady listeners, OJ's single. Uh-oh. Oh. In the upper and right And even square. if you're not, you will be by the end because I'll get rid of him. <laughs> in the upper right square, he's also going to be with us in Vegas, comedian Adam Ray. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's going on, Adam? Dr. Phil here just trying to let you know. I'm uh, just kidding around. I get to the voices. You, what's up, bro? Adam Ray. How's it going? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you right now. Come on up. Do the show. We gonna See you in Vegas. Sphere? You know me. I love you, buddy. You're the best. Good story. <laughs> I love being up here in Vegas. Love having you guys come up. It's going to be great. What do you love specifically about Hey, we'll be right back. Till later, I was talking. <laughs> anyway, what do I love specifically? I don't know. Have you seen pictures of it, dumbass? <laughs> Vegas is kind of unknown. I, do, I don't have to sell it to you, do I? Oh, I can't wait to be here. Can't wait to have you up here, Brett. Hey. Brady. Holmberg. Did you call him Brad? Yeah, Brad Williams. I wasn't talking to him. He's behind you. <laughs> Oh, there he is. There he is. He's down here here under the desk. It's going to be a wild weekend. Can't wait. Have you up there? It's going to be great. In the middle left square. All right. I guess we're done. I think think they're coming with us to Vegas, too. It's the Michael McDonald Quartet. Oh, Oh, it's a different... (laughs) Of course it's different. All right, everybody. We're good on four, right? Go. How we taught you. <laughs> Forgetting, baby. Every time you're near, every time I see you smile. Not sure why they're here. And you're alone. Everybody's got the 
Why is the Michael McDonald quartet here? Why not? It's been a minute. He's a trio today. In the middle square. It is Vegas Dave, otherwise known as VD, Hogan. Oh, you still sing? You make me want to get you pregnant. Go to Vegas, get you pregnant. All right. Wahoo! We're going to Las Vegas, and you guys know what that means. Eminem store, look out! I'm going to go to that neon boneyard, the mop museum, the Orin Julius that's right there on the strip, all lit up for me. I hear there's a punk rock museum there, too. I don't know about that silliness. I'm not hanging out with those weirdos. I'm going to head on over to all the Vegas, do all the Vegas stuff. I have an early breakfast buffet, get myself a glizzy from a street vendor, take a look at that beautiful fountain for the Bellagio. I love it there. What'd you call it? You heard me. Bellagio. Bellagio. Bread will be there. Who are you staying with? Oh, I got a roomie. It's going to be great. What? Yeah, he's got a fridge full of Perrier and water. Uh, we're going to lose our money. Buffets. What saves cash? What Nobody likes to lose money in Vegas. That's you got to be, uh, you know, the most fun people in Vegas are the ones who are frugal. What happened to slaying bitches, Brady? Oh, yeah. We're going to go to Pawn Stars. I'm going to see Chumley. <laughs> I'm going to do all the basic Vegas stuff. You know the stuff people come back with their stories? Is Chumley dead? I don't know. You think he's in jail for child molestation or something? <laughs> I'm going to eat so much I up my nostrils. Oh, Vegas, man. What else is there to do but visit the sites? Oh, the best buffet. Oh, the buffets. You know how many restaurants have buffets on the strip? Oh, baby. Too many. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to Vegas, guys. You going to do some gambling? What? Gambling. They have gambling? Risk, risk some money? <laughs> well, I'm going to gamble. Um, well, my, my blood pressure medicine actually still work, and that's what I'm going to gamble on. Viva Las Nuggies! Nice. In the right, <laughs> middle right square, he celebrated a birthday. It is the late Norm McDonald. Yeah, hey, yeah, how you doing there? I've been Welcome dead back. for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to be here. Great to be here, you know. Hey, that jihad day. That reminds me of the uh, what a day to come 9-11. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. You know that? Jihadi day, you know. No. Hey, happy air travel and jihadi day, guys. Huh? Are you happy you're not with us? Yeah, you know, got to get out there, you know. Got to do that uh, jihadi flight over there to Vegas. That's a safe place, you know. I've never oh. heard bad news come out of that town. Set Jet is the name of the yeah. airline. I've never had bad news float around the news around Vegas, you know, with like uh, active shooters and hey, you know, hey, Tupac hey, getting hey, killed. What's hey, and on? happy anniversary like Tupac dying and stuff. You know, that's really big. Yeah. You know, it reminds me. G- Supermodel Gigi Jihadi. So, yeah. She's going to be out there, you know, perform with a Bieber or whatever. Gigi Hadid, you mean? I'm glad I checked out when I did. That's all I'm saying, you know. It's Thanks. Jews and then the non Jews. Oh, no. Everybody hates each other. <laughs> and, Norm, take a seat. Yeah, you know, I'm just up here watching. Oh, my and, God. And uh, good luck there. Have a nice flight. Bottom there left Jihadi square. Jihadi day. Oh, in the bottom left square. It's Brady's Secret Square. Give us a hint, Brady. Hello, hello, gentlemen. 
I'm a musician. I'm 65 years old. Michael McDonald. She blinded me with science. Dun, 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 dun. Good heavens, Miss Megatron. Is that that's that's a a <laughs> I don't believe it. That's a lot. again. <laughs> Tied it up and I can't find anything. In the bottom middle square... <laughs> To here to help us celebrate the baseball playoffs. That's it's right. Christopher Madden. It's time for the baseball playoffs. New Arizona Diamondbacks are in it. It's amazing. You can't I four it. teams. Me and my superhero best friend of all time in baseball knowledge, Mr. David Haar, downstairs in your set department. <laughs> New back in April. That's your Arizona Diamondbacks. We're going to win the World Series. Now I'm going to Vegas with you. rifling through our cars. There he is. That's the picture of him right there. The super genius, Dave Haar, who said... <laughs> Despite no one in the world saying it other than him, that he knew back in April that your Diamondbacks would be playing the Phillies in the NLCS. That's what's going to happen. You didn't pick the Diamondbacks to be here? I didn't even know they were still a team. <laughs> Who's the only teams then, then? The only teams then? Well, in the, the playoffs. The Braves and the Dodgers? Those are Eden the only Joyce. teams. In fact, I would have bet my left nut that the Diamondbacks wouldn't be in it, but Dave Hark talked me out of it. <laughs> How much money did you win? I won a ton of money betting with Dave Hark on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> He's a genius. He should have his own sports talk show. Who do they remind you of? Who, the Diamondbacks in 1968? Yeah. Minnesota Twins, of course. <laughs> Who was at second base? Armin Gilbrew. <laughs> he played everywhere. I'm not sure he was at second base. He did. He played second. He played first. It didn't matter. It was a, it was a one-man record group. <laughs> He was the battery? He was all of it. I've never seen a man throw 95 miles an hour and catch his own pitch. That was the amazing part of Killebrew. Home on, Killebrew. All right, take seat on the bench there, Christopher. Third base, Bogue Powell. I mean, he didn't play no. for them, but he was in the World Series that year. You mean Bogan Powell? Bogue Powell. <laughs> he bought him right Pay attention, square. open your ears. He bought him right square. It is our boss, Trip Reed. <laughs> so sorry, oh, Trip. Yeah, sorry. Here's some you cheese. know, f- the Dodgers. What? No. Yeah. I have been a fan for years now. And the Dodgers always end up f- me. Not the way I like either. You didn't console your buddy Dave which Roberts? Which you know, in the shower. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I did. I Dave? called my friend Dave. You know my friend Dave. I know you, Dave right. Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers. Friend, out yeah. with spring you can't see it on the radio, but we're like this. I'm crossing my fingers, very tight. In fact, when we go to Vegas, we room together. Really? Because that's what you do with somebody you're tight with. <laughs> what? Evidently, <Apparently>. you're celebrating <laughs> anniversaries with maybe. Yeah. I've, I, I I felt sorry for myself because of my Dodger loss, but then I heard Holmberg's story that he's got a room with. When's the last time you Captain went- Nuggy? <laughs> When's the last time you went to Vegas with a roommate trip? Um, I was married. Yeah, and we still had separate rooms. <laughs> she was a real C blocker up there. Oh, I bet she was. But not nearly as bad as Lil Hungry's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Jesus. Hey John, get used to hearing this. Are you done drinking? Isn't that enough? <laughs> I know he's. Come gonna- on. Yeah. Ah. Have fun, boys. It'll be nice to have you uh, out you. of the city. Who do we have on the phone? Uh, let's see here. We got Dolores. Dolores. And Ooh. Jason. Dolores, are you there? No, it's Jason. <laughs> right. I, I was going to ask you in a second. Dolores, are you there? <laughs> you know, Jason, when I say Dolores, are you there? Not talking to you. That's actually my mom's name. <laughs> well, is wow, she on okay. the other line? Wow. You should go to Vegas. Dolores, do you have a son named Jason by chance? 
I don't. I no, don't. It's, no, it's a different lady. <laughs> oh, then. thank God. All right. All right. <laughs> That's right. I hate talking to her, too. Jason was Oh, thank in. you. Thank you very much, Dolores. Yeah, Wish thank you. Everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, Dolores, you're a girl. Pick a square. Okay, Go. And have a... Uh, well, I couldn't hear any of the squares, so I'll just go with the middle square, Brady. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's Vegas, Brady, to you, lady. When's the last hey, time Vegas, you got? Uh, hey, when's the last time you got <laughs> pegged up in Vegas? I was just there a couple weeks ago. No kidding. Well, yeah. both legs are just. Did you get well. pegged or not? <laughs> no, you're not pegged. Unfortunately, no. Did you do any pegging on your own? Um, yes. Oh, right. oh, That's the right answer. You pegged a guy? Oh, man. Oh, man. You make me hungry. Salt and everything. <laughs> you shoot a little mustard ranch on it? You know what I mean? Huh? A little salt on the rim. Oh, oh. What? Oh, Dolores is the winner. A little coarse salt. She 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 puts a little rub on it before she has her salad. Oh my god! All oh right. my god! Brady and Dolores, here's your question: The smallest museum in the world is in an old phone booth in England. That's right. It was the very first phone booth ever. I was in it. You were in it? Uh, well, half of me was in. I got stuck. They had to call the Bobbies. <laughs> yeah, as the new. It's in England. It's a little tiny phone booth. Oldest museum in the world. All right, Dolores. He says true. Do you agree or disagree? We're going to Cheetos Strip Club. Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> It's up there in Vegas. I've seen it. All the dancers are bright orange and dusty. Wrong Covered in Cheeto. Ah, they're in the Beachito. <laughs> I can't wait. Del- Sorry. Dolores, he I, says I agree. Tr- All right. Yes, it was true. Yeah, I told you. Pick square. All right, Jason, you're up. Pick a square. I'm going to take uh, Thomas Dobie. Oh, Thomas he goes nice. Well, he heard it. Good heavens. <laughs> All right, you All get right, another Dolores, one. Be strategic. Okay, so I didn't. Hear, oh, so he got the secret square. Okay, because yeah. I didn't know who that was. Bottom okay. left. Um. So, huh? I will go. Uh, top Biden. <laughs> top, top oh, she Biden sounds a lot like me. I think it's you, Sleepy. There's medicine for you. She's McConnelling in front of us. Hi, Clitoris. How are you? Whoa, no, Dolores. <laughs> Dolores. I misunderstood her name. Jesus. The good woman. Hey, she's a good woman if you can find her. No. <laughs> Are you often you. missing? Jill has a friend named Clitoris. I've never no, seen her. No, she does not. Oh, my I God. I can't you... find her. She's been missing for years. Jill Good talks part. about it all the time like she's close. Got no idea. Here's your question, sir. Yeah. It took the Spanish flu just four months to circle the globe and affect all the communities in the world. Is that true or false? I was there. You were probably were there. Was, I was there. You were raised on Spanish flu. I was Spanish. Yeah, we had Spanish flu oh, every Spanish night. Fly. Oh, yeah, I had Spanish fly. Tell me Cosby went out with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can smell your hair, Clitoris. Oh, no, Dolores. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. What? Nope. Who did what? Nope. Flies. Spanish flu. Nope, don't have that. She, she doesn't have one of those. <laughs> that's, what Jill, that's what I tell Joe. I don't think she's got one either. Because right. I got to keep looking for it. I don't think I got a time. President. Took Spanish flu so just true. four months to true. circle around. He Went says true. Dolores, do you agree or disagree? I, I'll agree. All right. Yes, it was true. X gets the square. <laughs> hey, Clitoris, your hair smells like locks. <laughs> Is that normal? <laughs> She's Jesus, Jewish. You, you can take trip leave for the blind. I think you're a Jew. What? No, what? Definitely. No. Baby, <laughs> 
Oh, my God. <laughs> Simple stork. Nappy time. Yeah. Trip your ear for the block. Somebody put Joe down. Oh, my God. Uh, Jill says go down look for a friend. No, no. Sit She's back not in here, your square. Jill. She's not here. It's Trip's turn. I know where Jill's is. <laughs> oh. All right, Trip. The opposite of a yeah. black hole in space is Ooh. called a white hole. Yeah, and I'll take either one. I'm not discriminating. What? Of course the opposite of a black hole is a white hole. All right, he says... And it'll be your options in Vegas, boys. Uh-oh, what? That one's 300, that one's 400. Take your choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? I, I agree. It is. Oh, gets the square. Uh-oh. All right, Dolores, you can take Mad Dog Russo for the block now. Okay, Mad Dog it is. Mad Dog Russo, I would assume that Clitoris doesn't know who I am or what I do. Dolores. By the by, I'm so addicted to baseball that I don't even know what a woman's body part looks like when it's down there. So I've always... By the way, Clitoris, I can name the entire 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates starting lineup. But you can't Would you like to hear it? First base, Willie Starge with Pops. All right. Second base... Third base with Bill Madlock, the mad dog, just like me. Throw another position at me. I'll name it. Center field. Omar Marino. Oh, my God. Catcher. Catcher, Catcher was at Ott. Also, sometimes, Catcher. Manny Sanguian. Ace. John pitching Milner eight. was a pinch hitter. The pitching ace with John Candelaria, often confused with Bert Pry, Levin, the other pitcher that was an ace. The closest name was Kenta Colvey. And we don't have time to go through the whole right 25 field. man roster. Right field. left field was Bill Robinson. Shortstop was Jim Foley and Second base was Phil Garner, managed by Chuck Tanner, the 1980 world champion. That's impressive. We are fans. So I got a flight to catch. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Here's your question. <laughs> All the way to Philadelphia to watch the Diamondbacks get beat two times. All oh, right, whoa, man, whoa. Doc, No baseball team has ever won the World Series for more than two different home cities. Incorrect. Is that true or false? The Boston Braves and the Milwaukee Braves. Both were world champions. Right, that's two cities. That's right. You said that that had never been done, and I just proved you wrong. <laughs> More than two cities, I said. <laughs> that's right. And I said no, and then changed the so question and saying, gave you a proper answer. So you're saying false? I'm saying whatever you said is not true. <laughs> what I said was that's safe. no baseball team has won the World that's Series very safe. for more than two safe. different home cities. Much like Ricky Henderson, the champion in stealing bases. Safe! He heard it more often than he heard out. 118 times, wouldn't you? Mad Dog Russo. Mad Dog Russo. No, true or false? What's I just answer? told you you're false. Okay. And what I said was true. All right, Jason, he says false. Or <laughs> Dolores, sorry, he says false. Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I'm going to say false. It, it was false. Sorry, of course it was false, like I said. OJ for the block, and this square wins. Whoever gets it wins. OJ. Oh, time to come to OJ's the final solution. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. All right. How are you doing, Clitoris? No, Dolores. <laughs> I wasn't talking to her. <laughs> what? I had my mind on something else. I just saw a girl walk by the hall. How are you doing, Clitoris? I said, I don't know her name. I don't care. It's not like I'm ever going to hear her say a name. Most of the time, the names are just... Oh, <laughs> Good one, Juice. Just saying they're gargling on their own blood. All right, let's get to it. All right, Juice. Boxing gloves right. were introduced to boxing because they caused more and better knockouts. Is that true or false? Boxing gloves were introduced to boxing because otherwise, without boxing, they would just be gloves. Makes perfect sense to me, Juice. Yeah. 
Now, I'm a fan of the he box. Don't get me wrong. It's, <laughs> I'm a pugilist of the box. I will punch a box. <laughs> and you know gloves. And I know gloves pretty well. All right, so true or false? I know there's murder gloves and there's boxing gloves, and I wouldn't have gotten anything done if I was wearing boxing gloves that night. <laughs> Does the boxing glove fit? Imagine how hard it would have been to cut Nicole's head off if I had boxing gloves on and a knife. Wait a minute. You said you didn't do it. Oh, I did well, it. if he oh, did it. If <laughs> I did it, I did it. do it in boxing gloves. Oh, okay. I did it in those gloves that were in my backyard. All right, so true or false? I'll say that that's true. You had to invent boxing gloves for boxing because it would have made them more. More and better. Yeah, it would have made this fights better. All right. Jason, he says true. Do you agree or disagree for the win? I disagree. It was true. <laughs> Dolores wins. You know, a lot like boxing, my condom size is triple G. What? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't wear condoms. I'm raw dog in that body. <laughs> the body? Doors, the body? Be. Look, it's just, I have a different style of abortion. What? Right? Oh. There's no way the host body is going to make it through the pregnancy. I think that's Dr. Ginsu. as well. <laughs> Dr. Ginsu shows up and uh, we don't have to worry about baby mama no more. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hello, Twitter world, formerly known as the Twitter world, X world. <laughs> See in Vegas. Get out. He's in Vegas. I hope we run into him. Very exciting. I'm not sure I actually do remember the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates, but Mad Dog did, and it scares me that that happened. <laughs> right. That was weird. Crushed it. I don't know that if you asked me, normal me, do you know that, that I would. You have to be in that voice. I to know think more? I may have to be as Mad Dog Russo to remember the starting lineups of it. Did you give us left field? Bill Robinson. Damn it! He didn't, but he just did. Wow! Wait. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and he gave us the pinch hitter. If yeah. I remember. John Milner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any baseballs mentioned, he's got to yeah. run down the hall. He was. Mike Bibby was another starting pitcher. He could hold eight baseballs in one hand. Mike Bibby, the base, their basketball player? No! The Pittsburgh Pirates! Of course, the basketball player went to U of A. Went on a very lucrative career in the NBA. To which team? Some of them would say the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Some of them? He did a little time in a lot of places. But the Mike Bibby I'm talking about was six foot seven inches tall and could hold eight baseballs in one hand. Hold what? the record. He was in the Guinness Book. That's not true. Look it up! <laughs> <laughs> And now the starting lineup for the 1978 Chicago no, Cubs. Let's see if I can do it. Time. We got a plane to we catch. Got plenty of time. It's jihadi day. Your plane ain't leaving. Oh my god! Get him out of here. I've been listening to too much Mad Dog lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baseball season coming to an end. All right, we're done. It's ten fifteen. Larry's show's almost over. This isn't fair. <laughs> How come maybe, he gets to do that? Maybe uh, Adam pre-recorded Larry's shift hey, again. I just showed up and did his show again. Great questions <laughs> earlier, by the way. Yeah? Like, why do you go to Vegas? What an idiot. We didn't get to yours. No, I know. You asked me one when we, I left after you introduced me. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is going to be great. Set jet flight. Wheels up. A little bit later this afternoon. A landing at uh, Harry Reid International Airport. Popping out of our set jet. Hopping in our private travel over to Resorts World. Hopping in our rooms at Resorts World. Getting our shinedown tickets. Rolling a, to a party suite. We're going to have a huge party. Brady's going to be drunk by five. Yes. Look for it on Instagram. You ha- if you're staying with me, you're drinking with me. You're playing with me. That's right. One for one, Brady. You're with me. And when I have a, the end of my glass and you start seeing it, I'm like, hey, Brady, I'm down to the last sip. Ah, oh, great. Good, 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 good. Down to the even ups, kid. Or get your own room. 
Your choice. We're bringing a bartender with us. So is Matthias that fair? Got to yeah, Matthias going to bartend. I'm yeah. like, keep him coming. He's got you. And I will intentionally. That's 100% fair. Completely. He's scared. Terrified. No, okay. <laughs> you know, and there's no getting out of it. Because if you're not keeping up, you're, set, you're in the hallway. I will hobo sack you right out of that room. No problem. <laughs> Huge problem. <laughs> Huge problem. I'm picking up Diego today. Yeah, no get Diego. John kicked me out again. <laughs> I wouldn't do that much Adderall. Come on, guys. Let me back in. Door's locked. Yo, you're going to hear it. Kim Petra style. Hey, daddy, daddy, if you want to drop the Addy. What is this? Molly? Great. Thanks. <laughs> if I get Molly, we're doing it in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'll get it for you now. Oh. I will find some for you. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have Brady take it first, though, just in case it's got fentanyl. <laughs> all right, Larry's it tastes back. good. You guys have a great one. Thanks to everybody who's helped us out with us and all the participants in our silly game. Uh, we'll see you winners over there at the uh, airport in a little while. Losers, Larry's next. Have yourselves a <laughs> great day. We'll see you Monday right here in the morning sickness. So long! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.